This episode is brought to you by Patreon, specifically the Comic Pop Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash comic pop and find out more about how you can keep the lights on here at Comic Pop. And don't worry, we've got plenty of fun rewards, including early access to videos and weekly updates about what's happening here at the studio. That's patreon.com slash comic pop. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. Mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusade of the law. Hello, everybody, welcome to Off the Rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. This is where we shake uh, books from the past week, recap them, review them, let you know what we thought about, let you know we thought about them, and then give you books that came out this, this week. You were thrown know. off because I was not thrown off. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I welcome was to the show. Ready. That's right. So I totally threw Damn you right. off. Yeah, so. Uh, so yeah, we're going to be talking about some books that came out this past week, and then let you know we thought about them, and then try to recommend some books that are coming out this week that we think you should pick up on Wednesday slash Tuesday, tomorrow. Can, yeah, eh. Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah. It's warm in here. It is warm in here. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, before we do that, I wanted to mention at the top of the hour that uh, we worked out a thing, uh, not, not really worked out a thing, TKO uh, Productions reached out to us, and they were like, hey, would you mind telling your good people about some of our products? And we were like, yeah. Okay, it's not a true sponsorship because we're uh, we're not getting paid, uh, so it's just so we can be honest. No, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, we wanted to make it make you aware of it because like I uh, I remember when they launched and I was like this is a really cool idea. Let's see if they can pull it off or if they can screw it up. Uh, and the idea was that like if you wanted like a series, like uh, I know that uh, Brubaker, Ennis, uh, Lemire, they're all working for TKO, or at least produce books for TKO. Mm-hmm. Um, that you can, uh, depending on what version you like, you want it in uh, floppies or, or, or trade paperback, they'll hook you up. Yeah. And so uh, if you were to reach out to them and ask them for it, uh, you could order it in a, in a myriad of ways. Uh, for example, if you wanted them in floppies, if you prefer them in floppies, you get them in this uh, handy-dandy uh, display case that is made of cardboard. It's very... You know, it's good stuff. But inside are issues one through six of Deadly Sins. Uh, they come sealed, so, you know, they're not going to get hurt or damaged or anything like that. Um, but you get all six issues. And, interestingly enough, uh, it's a little bit of an oversized format, as it you is. pointed out. a little bit. A little bit. It's not as... Yeah, there's your standard or current format for your, for your American comic books. And there's a... Uh, there's the TKO. Um, so, yeah. It's pretty neat. It is neat. I like the printing, too. It's cool paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, similarly, if you want it in trade, uh, Sentient, I know, is uh, nominated for an Eisner. And uh, here it is in the collected volume. Uh, it's from Jeff Lemire and Gabriel Walta. You may remember Walta from uh, the Vision series, which I enjoyed so well. I had a chance to actually read this series, and uh, it's pretty cool. It's, ju- it's legitimately a cool series that has the potential for more. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but uh, but it, as far as a self-contained story, doesn't waste any time, and it's kind of fun. So if you want more of that, uh, check it out. Go to uh, TKO's website. It's actually pinned in the current live chat, but it's also going to be in the description below this video. Uh, if you use Comic Pop Twenty, Comic Pop Twenty, you'll save twenty percent off your order. Uh, so if you're thinking about dabbling in it, you could do it now and save yourself some money by doing so. So it's the same size as this. I believe it is. Oh, it is. Oh, that's yes, they don't screw around with the format. No, that's nice. Yeah. I actually kind of dig the oversized. Right? Of, yeah. Like, the, and like, just slightly oversized. Right. Just slightly. Yeah, but just enough to make it impossible to put in bags of boards. 
Well, you got the box. <laughs> but that's the thing. You got that, the box. The box can go on the shelf. And that's the thing. They make it pretty. They pretty it up for you. So you like really you, want it to look nice. You treat this box well. This box goes right on your bookshelf, and it's got the spine of a book. So you don't really worry about it. That's right. Same with this. That means that, like if you're not a person who collects floppies, but you still want to read it in floppies, you can because you can just put it on your shelf. Exactly. That's the thing is that it doesn't have to go into your long boxes. It goes right on your bookshelf or next to your, your trades. Let's see. And it even tells you on the back what's in it. Tells you it's issues like one through six. Yes, yes. I also have it on uh, Garth Ennis' Sarah here. Cool. Which is uh, which is also totally cool. So check that out. Good Night Paradise. Yeah. Which I haven't opened. No. no. This one I opened because we needed to... Make we needed to go show it We needed to make an example of something. Damn right. So uh, check that out. Go to TKO Productions. Uh, go to the website below this video or in the chat right now and uh, save yourself 20% off of those for by using the co promo code COMICPOP20. Uh, by the way, speaking of sponsorships, this show is normally sponsored by viewers like you. If you're watching the show live, you can help us out by using the Super Chats and ask a question, make a comment, and we will be happy to uh, respond to it here on the show and incorporate it into the show. So it's here for forever until YouTube closes. Uh, Brian Rowland says, just helping out, love the shows. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian. I saw your comment from earlier. I do appreciate it, man. Uh, Concept Court says, I might not be able to stick around for the whole show, but I'll catch it later tonight. Here's a little towards keeping the lights on. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you very much, Concept Court. And, and hi, later it. on. Exactly. Hey, you're checking us out tonight. Maybe you're having dinner. We're here for you. We're eating with you. That's right. That's so not creepy. Nah. <laughs> We're cool. Uh, so let's jump into it. There's a bunch of things that came out this week. I only read three of them. Um, but I'm still interested in talking about them, and what? I think they're pretty big things. What? I only read three books. I mean, I read most of... I, I read a few more books, but I was like... But they were older, because we went to a really dope comic book sale. Yes. Uh, Dewey's Comic City, which was located in Madison, New Jersey, moved to Dover, uh, right next to, slash attached to, the Joe Kubert School of yeah. Art. It's sharing so, the same space as the art store that was th that is still there. That's right. I assumed, wrongly, that when uh, Anthony Marquez picked up Dewey's Comic City and Joe Kubert's, that he closed the art store, made it into a comic book store... Kind of a consolidating his business. That wouldn't that wouldn't help them though. Like the kids need to be able to purchase art supplies. They on the do fly. indeed. Well, then they need to drive all the way out to Jerry's, or they, go to they can. Yeah, no, they can go they to can, Michaels. They get their forty percent off coupon and they go to Michaels. Well, of course they do. But they if they want inferior products, they need to get the good stuff. They go to Jerry's. There's they do have more things at, at, at Jerry's. Damn right. But the and they know what they're talking about. But the keyword store like stocks of things that the. Uh, the professors are going to ask for. Right. Anyway. But, uh, yeah, so they moved to, to, to Dover, and uh, they split the space, and uh, they had a crazy sale. The sale was everything in floppies was a dollar. Yeah. Not just the long boxes full of dollar comics. I'm talking about the new stuff. Yeah. Not like stuff that came out this past week, but stuff that came out the week before that, and everything before that. Yep. So, like, I read Doomsday Clock only in digital. So I picked yeah. up every issue of Doomsday Clock for a time. You did, you did. And I have most of uh, the new Simon Spurrier uh, Hellblazer in digital, but I went and I grabbed as many as I could. Yes. To fill it in because I like the art. Right? I picked up uh, the, uh, the the Doctor Doom series that just recently nice. wrapped uh, its first arc. I also was able to grab a couple of things I had kind of fallen off with, and I was mm -hmm. like, hey, for a dollar, I'll totally get back into Hell it. Hell yeah. No, you, and, and thanks to those, uh, those long boxes, we got a lot of other stuff that I had never heard of or had never thought about trying. Yeah. I picked up a book from DC Comics. It's, I think a six-issue miniseries called The Weird. No idea what it is. Just oh. thought it looked neat, and it was complete. The Weird. Checking it out. That's cool. I will say it was cool. It was a good idea. We wore our masks. 
there was only a couple of times that I was like, we're kind of on top of each other. So it was like abandoned ship and you right. come back. And you just bailed. Yeah. Well, that you was... bailed and then you just go someplace else in the store and then you come back. Exactly. To it. Yeah, like, yeah. Otherwise, it was really well handled. That's right. Yes. We and definitely. It was, a, it was a good call for them having just opened to make sure that people knew where the location was. Yes. Oh, it was a good idea. Uh, and also, and it was smart because I was thinking about like how, you know, man, you must be losing like money hand over foot but like the fact is the books are purchased they're done like they that already, they already lost that money and they're just sitting there on the shelf and yeah. they had been sitting there for a couple of weeks and like I, I had been there two times before then and i could tell you nothing was moving so no. but they sure did now and like uh, yeah they're, they're struggling to get current deliveries so i think they were just happy to be making any oh, absolutely well so that's the thing is that because of that you know whereas maybe somebody went to pick up the book they missed from two weeks ago and spent four dollars more likely they're going to spend 12 to $30 yeah. because they bought so much more. So, yeah, it made, it made sense. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, you can tell we're thinking in terms of the industry because we just watched a documentary about the industry just the we other did. day. We uh, did. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the name of it. It was like My Comic, My Comic Shop something, Journey, Experience. I don't remember what the hell it was called. It's going to call it My Comic Shop. Yeah, but it was a, it was a little documentary where uh, the dude traveled around and uh, visited different comic shops. and Including one though, where you might have seen us. That's right, yes. Zap Comics in Way, New Jersey. Was, Cheers to them. Which was so weird being like, I, there have been there were several shops on there that we had been to. Yeah. So. Oh yes. That was nice. It was it was fun and and, and weird. Not only that, but it was also people that we had seen before. I know. There were cameos from yes. characters from our lives. It was yes. very weird, very Marvel. Very See, cool. oh, I know that character. Yes. Oh, they're in this universe too. <laughs> uh, uh, Ryan Craig. I'm sorry. I uh, I skipped over Mega Dry Bone. Who said, uh, do you think there's hope for Power Rangers Shattered Grid on back issues? No, it's over. The Power Rangers are kaput when it comes to this channel and back issues in particular. If the Justice League couldn't save them uh, from a fate worse than no views, then Shattered Grid will not. Bye I'm bye, sorry Power about that. Rangers. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, it's not, you know, listen, I, I want to be in a place where we could just be like, hey... Uh, is Plunge done? Can we do Plunge on back issues? Hey, Shattered Grid, can we do that? Can we do Transformers? Can we do uh, I Hate Fairyland? Can we do like any number of books? Uh, we'd be on vol volume like 12 of Hellblazer by now if we could do that. Sandman Saga, we, you know, we'd be waiting along with everybody else for the next volume of Saga. Like all those books would be on the show. Uh, or at least addressed in some significant capacity. Mm -hmm. Hack and Splash page would be a massive success. We'd be doing it all the time. We'd be breaking our backs, uh, coming up with different angles and new camera equipment and stuff like that. Yeah, alas, the audience is not interested. Just start my own channel where I'll get copyright strikes. Uh, yeah, from up the indie. wazoo from indie creators for no good reason. Yeah, hey, here's your promotion. Oh, a copyright strike. Cool, thanks. Um, but yeah, no, I'm sorry, Mega Drybone. Uh, not 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 any time not in this lifetime uh ryan craig just popping in to show some love take care you too ryan thanks for hanging out hey, see you later man. and uh so yeah we'll jump into it um okay i guess we could talk about how do you uh, want to handle this because i there's a lot of things people are waiting for particularly the origin of the new origin of galactus right, I know right you guys which are... is why i think we should just make them wait mm -hmm. i will make you wait with all of my indie picks why not because i read a bunch of things this week yeah i had to catch up on some stuff yeah, well, I uh, I will I will say out loud I jumped in. I read this too. That's to Empire. All right. Do you well, want to hold off on that? Yeah, I'm gonna hold off, but I wanted to mention that I'm. I was like, I'm gonna jump in. You know what? It's been a long time. Five G's dead. The retailers are looking for some kind of big event to get people in stores. Marvel's like, well, we do an event every two weeks. Here's the latest one. And you know what? We're going to go all in. We're going to go like, we're going to go ham on this. We're going to go Civil War with this event. Here you go. 
And uh, I was talking to a comic book retailer literally the other day, and I was like, oh yeah, hey, Empire's out. And they're like, like, that is, they were like, that's not going to help. It's not going to help anybody. And nobody cares. And I was like, wow, really? Nobody cares about Empire? And it occurs to me, like, no, I didn't. To be fair. Yeah. You said, I read Empire this week. And I was like, what's that? Yeah. And I told you. And how did it sound? Well, I read it. Because I figured we had, that way we'd have the com- conversation. Right. Um, but really quick, am I going to, like, because we have some bigger fish to fry here. Yes. Bigger than the fate of the Marvel Universe. I'm going to kind of just go over a couple of things be like, I read this. It's good. I read this. It's not good. Let's do it. Yeah. It's all good. Let's be honest. Uh, I read this. <laughs> this is Plunged, number four. From Hill House? From Hill House Comics by Joe Hill with art by Stuart Eminen. It re- remains my favorite Hill House comic out there right You've now. You've read most of them. I really have read most of them. The Dollhouse one, Daphne I, Byrne. I read, I read the first issue of each of them. Yes. And I picked up, in that sale, I picked up a quite a few that I had kind of not been paying attention to because, let's be honest, the Hill House comics are still $4 each, and so it's a lot when they're pumping out so many. So I kind of just picked a few to focus on. Yeah. Um, but now I'm going to have the opportunity to get back into them. So maybe my opinion will change. But honestly, because this is so inspired by, like, 80s horror and like the thing in particular and john yes. carpenter like this was kind of made to be my favorite um it's like the sonic the hedgehog of hill house comics except it's just <laughs> really good it's just an you may want to explain what that means sonic uh, the hedgehog was uh crafted in in, in, in like off- a lab in like in like office buildings behind closed doors on like how to appeal to the youth of, of 1993 of or 90s, whatever yeah. um but yeah, this continues to be spectacular, and I look forward to it one day being some sort of HBO show. Yes. Because, honestly, I could totally see it, and in fact, one of the, like, characters, for some reason, this read-through, I was like, oh my god, I think it's supposed to be Paul Giamatti. It's straight up Paul Giamatti. Like, it's just Paul Giamatti. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's excellent. If you like that style of horror, like, The Thing, you're probably gonna dig this. It has, certainly has, like, a, a science fiction element to it, a math element to it. Yeah. Which I hate math. And I, I do too. I still love this book. It's <laughs> so excellent. It's kind of got that, like, aliens kind of vibe. Like, there's a guy representing a company. Uh, and he's like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's all there. It's, it's Jim Cameron. Because, like, I was going to say, oh, the, oh, the Abyss. Oh, uh, Alien. Oh, Terminator. Oh, yeah, that's it's all It's Carpenter and Cameron with Joe Hill and the spectacular art of Stuart Eminem. That's it's dope. so good. Um, I don't want to ruin any more of the book for you. We've kind of talked about the first couple of issues. I yeah. stopped talking about three and four. I just want to remind you that it's out there, and this is my favorite Hill House book, and I highly recommend you go grab it. Cool. Um, I'll also say that um, those of you who are Boom Studios fans, you know that Once in Future came out this week. Once in Future number, I think, eight, eight. came out. Um, it's freaking awesome. It's freaking dope. Dan Mora is an amazing artist. Kieran Gillen is crafting an awesome story. I freaking love our protagonists. Like, they're so amazing. And, like, the banter between the two of them is spectacular. Yes. We, we get, like, this really perfect kind of, like, book-ended, um, like, sarcasm at the beginning and end of this issue. Yeah. Where, like, you know, Gran is right about something, and she's like, for the last issue, she's like holding it over Duncan. She's like, you know, uh-huh. I just want to, I just want to really live in this moment where like I'm, I was I'm right. right, or like I'm usually right, but like you know, I told you so. This is right. an I told you so moment. <laughs> and um, as we know, if you've been following with the series, um, we're bringing in other lore beyond the Arthurian lore, and so now we're tapping into a bit of Beowulf. Okay. Which literally by the end of this issue, I was like, I'm so stupid about how brilliant this is. Yeah. Um. Because um, Beowulf 
the story of Beowulf has to do with, you know, Grendel and Grendel's mother. Yes. A monster and his mother. Right. Oh. And it's a monster and his grandmother. And I was like, oh my god! And that's like totally how they're playing out towards Beowulf on this one. And so they're kind of like getting him to participate in this. That's awesome. Um, I'm like, duh. Yeah. Like, duh. But like, it's so funny because Duncan's like, maybe like, you know, this Beowulf thing was stolen. Like, maybe it's Beowulf. And she's like... Duncan, Beowulf's a poem. Don't be stupid. And then Beowulf shows up and he's just like, so do I get to say I told you so? Or like, that's how the issue ends. And nice. I was like, that's so, it's just really well crafted. Yeah. Again, if you're looking for like something that is more action oriented, but still has like a really strong story element to it with like art like you're never going to see anywhere else because Dan Mark is probably going to do so much so Dan Moore things. is already, he's drawn a couple of covers for DC. He did yeah. a backup in and, the uh, Joker 80th anniversary yeah, book. Yeah, and he's totally going to be doing some big two stuff, right? But yeah. he's not going to have the uh, coloring. I think it's uh, Tamara Bonvillain. Oh, Bonvillain. I think that's who's coloring. Tamara. Yeah. Tamara. Tamara Bonvillain. Yeah, don't worry. I'm totally stuck on just looking at this one page. Yeah, Tamara. Yeah, Tamara Bonvillain. Um who is doing just these incredibly vibrant, bright colors. So you're seeing his art in a way that you're not going to be able to see it later on. So no. again, a big recommend for me. Uh, I, I love this series. It's such a treat yes. to read it. I usually wait for last. Oh. I'm just like, okay. I know that feeling. Yeah, like this is the last I'm going to read. Yeah. Like, this, is, this is where I'm going today. If you're not sold on Once in Future, check out Tiffany's interview with Kieran Gillen, where they just gab and have a great time oh. uh, talking about how great this series is. Such... There's a link in the chat right now. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank uh, you. The Lab L, Rab L says, Loki thought Empire Zero was pretty cool. There you go. You don't have to be cool. Like, I, I thought it was pretty cool. Hey, don't I, get mad at me. No, no, fair, it was. I, 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 I did too. I say Loki all the time, and most of the time I don't mean it the way. No, I mean high I just say it. No, I, uh, I also thought it was pretty cool. But we'll get into it. Uh, Taylor Petcher, since the second hardcover Doomsday Clock just came out, maybe back issues coming down the pike soon. I do have both volumes now. I have the floppies. Uh, so, yeah, uh, maybe. Doomsday Clock is a, is a tough nut to crack. I won't get into it too specifically, but I will say that it's uh, it's expansive. It's long. It's a lot of discussion. You just did an episode of back issues in which it was a much more heady, uh, conversation-oriented analysis. Yeah. And I thought that was like uh, a great direction for the show to go in. Or uh, every once in a while, every once in a while we, you know, we're gonna throw out like you know Marvel Edge, and we're gonna laugh at how crappy this is. But like at the other time, I want I really wanted you to like hammer into that, and I'm glad you did. Thanks. Uh, Doomsday Clock is another one of those things where I'm like I don't know if I want everyone to have read it and then we'll talk about it because it's like doomsday clock is like watchman in terms of it being like ex like long deep and have a lot of like substance to it right i mean we could do a and like i don't know how this would work because it worked so well with hawks and pucks because yeah. it was two different series yeah, yeah yeah i don't know i don't know but i i would like to do something about it but i i mean like it would be we're not gonna not do it it'd be stupid of us do not two to do. different you have to do two different ones like part one and part two it's I, literally broken up that way i know, I that, know. Never that works. sucks i hate it that it never works it would not help us it may it helped dc make some extra money but it would not help us uh, Ali Raja, do you think we'll ever move past the status quo when enough of the old guard leaves? Did Dio and Johns were factors in no one being able to age in DC and Barry Hal replacing Kyle, Wally and Kyle? No, um, because, you know, the idea here is that, like, everyone is old who works in the comic industry. They never just go like, hey, you're in your 20s, welcome to the team! It's always like, hey, you're in your 20s, and you have a best-selling Eisner-nominated independent comic book, welcome to the fold! When you're 45 or 60, you can suddenly be in charge. But, like, the rest of the time, no. And those people are going to be, like, just age-wise, set in their world, in the world that they were in when they left. And so they're going to be constantly... Like, you're, 
one day, Tim Drake is going to be really important. You know what I mean? But, like, you'll be old. And everyone who's reading it is going to be like, who gives a shit about this kid? Well, yes and no. I mean, like, I think eventually things will shift as the talent shifts. Because even the younger folks who are coming in were still reading some of the characters as they were. And so they kind of... They either want to write what they remember for yes. that nostalgia sake, That's what they're gonna or do. they're going to want to reinvent. You know yes. what I mean? So, like, I'm not going to say it's never going to happen, and I wouldn't say it's not going to happen in the next like ten years or so. But mm-hmm. like, we'll see. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, like I I haven't seen any new names in an editorial capacity at the big two in thirty years. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it, it's interesting because I have the, I have the same question when it comes to politics and any other like institution where it's like I see the same names over and over again, but like. And, and it's mostly because, like, the older guard just refuses. It's straight up they refuse to die. Like, it's not even that they fucking don't retire. Like, they just won't die. Mm-hmm. And they just hang on. And when they hang on, like, you keep getting the same shit or worse derivative shit. And so, like, as a result, you know, it's, it's really just going to wait until they go away. And they don't mm-hmm. have to die. But, like, they have to go away. And it's, like, institutionalized at this point. Like, it's not enough if, like, Bob Harris doesn't work at DC and Jim Lee's stick... Like, Jim Lee's gotta go, Bob... They've all gotta go. Mm-hmm. And, like, they will, but probably not willingly and probably not in a forward-advancing way for the comic book monthly. Like, you know what I mean? And the same as with Marvel. You know, I'm not I'm not picking on DC just because DC's in the, sh- in the spotlight right mm-hmm. now. But, like... Everyone has to leave for ev- for any significant change to happen, but you may not like the change that comes when they leave because you never know who was a champion of the thing that you loved. Dan Dale loved monthlies. Yeah, that's true. Robert Scheif helping us out with a with a hilarious gif of someone saying you're no- number one. Thank you very much. Thank um, you. I don't know if you call it's them really gifts. Cute. It's a sticker. I like it a lot. It's so cute. Yeah. And Robert Gukian says, Can we all agree Keaton coming back as Batman is some of the best news I've heard in a while? Um, I'm going to parse this because there's two points. Uh, One, it's not news because it's not confirmed, nor is it uh, official. Uh, There are still talks being made. I believe when I last read, even in an official capacity, and I didn't see an official word, source, or reference, I will say that the quote from the source that started it all said that there is no official capacity and it could go one way or the other. So, like, we are all very excited about Keaton being Batman again and the dude aged gracefully. I'd love to see him as Batman again. Don't get me wrong. I want to see that too. But I also don't want to screw it up. Maybe they could let his neck move. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> improve the suit. Just keep the same suit, but just fix the neck thing. They fixed it. I mean, like, Affleck's suit looks pretty rigid, but he can move. But, I'm, but yeah, I mean, eventually you won't, like, you won't have to turn. Yeah, it, it's horrible, but... Uh, and I'm sure he was dying in that suit because it comes on. There's, there's pieces. Between the, I'm sure he and his stuntmen were hated that thing. Oh yeah, it's rubber. I've tr- I've I've been in it. It's rubber. It's not one piece. Put this on. Put this on. This. So it's like when you got to get out of it. It's all no. Um, but yeah, uh, I would love that. And if also, it happens, I'm I, I can't wait. I think that Keaton has only improved in his acting capacity. I think over the years. I mean, not that he wasn't great then. No, because back then he was Beetlejuice. He was amazing. I know. I'm, you know. I love I mean. Keaton you know in every I mean. version. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, well, he's more. He'll be more. He'll be. He'll be able to be more like scary. Yeah, and he's and on. Grizzled. He's on a few more like. Like, movies that weren't, like, you know, like, blockbuster-style movies. Like, maybe a little more, like, on the art house side. Mm-hmm. Not exactly that, but, like, on that side. And so yes. I, I think it was just, it's just good for him. So I think it'll be I an agree. interesting 
perspective if he is given this chance to see his like re- like revival of the character yeah. and what his spin on it is now. Exactly. Uh, also, Sal, are you planning to write more, any more comics? Um, yeah, are you? I got some ideas, but like nothing. nothing... I'm like I, I always like mention that he should. Well, thank you. Hashtag um, not writing. That's true. I am not. <laughs> Um, I'd like to see that, uh, you know. You should just do it. doesn't matter if it goes anywhere. Just do it for you. Yeah, I know. I don't have anything personal to say yet. Uh, Dan V900, I genuinely had no idea that Empire started until another combo podcast brought <laughs> it up. I don't care. I think the latest Marvel event, the last one I cared about, where it felt like it mattered were Secret Wars. Don't forget that was five years ago. I agree. Dan V900, it was uh, Secret Wars. Anytime anybody uses Doom now, I'm like, who cares? Well, because that was an event. Everything from... Like, then on, I, I'm like, not nah, Marvel's just trying to That's not an event. Stop calling it event. No. No. Uh, but Some I agree. Some were events, but... Raj Patel... Uh, I mean, wait, when did, um... Uh... The monster one. Monster Island. Monster Unleashed? Monster Unleashed come out. I After came Secret out. Wars. Yeah, that was still... That, that was an event. No. That was just a story. Yeah, probably 2017. That was just a good... That was a fun, silly story yeah. that I liked. Raj Patel, have you heard that the new White Knight spinoff is being co-written by Murphy and his wife with art duties by Matteo Scalera? No, I did not. Uh, but if you want to see me talk to uh, Sean Gordon Murphy along with Benny the Comic Story, and you can check out Absolute Comics, my uh, other show over there with Benny on Absolute Comics' YouTube channel. Um, but no, I didn't hear about that. I mean, I, heard, I knew about the, the, the spinoff, but I wasn't allowed to talk about it. Right. <laughs> uh, hope's well, hope all is well with you. Uh, I think we're pretty much caught up. Nope. Oh my goodness. Uh, oh my goodness. You guys are very sweet. Yes. Uh, R. Buschel says, just wanted to say thanks for getting me back into comics the last few months. Uh, thank you for saying so. Oh, that's so sweet. Uh, is there any hope for 52 or OMAC project on back issues? 52, yes. OMAC, no. <laughs> and Adriana Ferguson, speaking of Kieran Gillen, would you guys do die on back issues? Yeah, if that move, if that if it became a movie, or if uh, suddenly its sales increased by uh, seventy thousand copies, yeah. That's like, hey, real quick, before you go on with super chats, because die number eleven came out. This no, I think week. keep going, yeah, yeah. So, um, die fans, uh, don't forget to go grab this issue and read it uh, because this is by Kieran Gillen with art by Stephanie Hans. Uh, second Kieran Gillen book. I don't know how the man does it because like there's no dip in quality. No. You know what I mean? Like he's writing. All these books, very different tones. I agree. Um, this book continues to be fantastic, and like I'll be honest, I was like, let me tr- let me do exactly what I've been doing and just try to read through this without going back. And like it did such a fantastic job of, of reminding me of everything that I needed to know about. That's this awesome. Without like really talking down. Good. Um, the art is so spectacular in this. I love the dark tone of it, with like this undercurrent of like friendship and like possible hope. Okay. Like, you just never... Like, I really don't know how this is going to end. And right. I love that. Yeah. Like, not in a way where it's, like, confusing or it's not well told. Like, literally in a way where it's just a fantastic mystery. Yes. Where it's like, I, I don't know. He could take this in a very dark direction or in a very, like, you know, uh, hopeful, like, you know... Like, 80s... Uh, retribution kind of... Yeah. Well, in a, in a fun, but still with stakes in it. Yeah, exactly, kind of way. Yeah. Um, and I would be, I think I would be satisfied no matter what. I think no matter what Kieran Gillen decides to, to take this, I'm, I'm with them 100%. Well, quality is quality. Quality yeah. is quality. It's exactly it. And like, even when they dropped the whole like Bronte thing. Yes. And, and I was like, this is kind of getting weird. And I'm like, no, this is cool. Yeah. Like, this is cool. And I, I love 
what it's saying and that like as the story's unfolding and again as we're like i've said this before but as we get those answers to questions that were previously raised we get further questions cool so that like and it's not in a forced way where it's like i gotta keep this going i gotta stretch this out it's not like x-files no it's like oh we answered the question how about new ones yeah 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 and it's definitely not doing that decompression thing but it's also not so like hectic it's it's taking the time it needs to tell the story it wants to and like i just love every moment of it that's Um, really nice Again, I'm going to try hard not to ruin it sure. for anybody. Um, you know, this is like, it's issue 11, guys. The first trade is out. I think the second trade is out. Don't quote me on that one because I don't honestly know at this point um, if it is. Um, but I, I again, if you're looking for something that has something of a fantasy element, has this like really, really dark Jumanji feel to it, involves pen and paper games but doesn't require you know the inner workings of it but really focuses on a group of friends who are kind of broken people in different ways and them interacting with a fantasy world that kind of you lose the line between like the fact that these are fantasy characters right or like they're not real yeah are they real that's cool. Listen, no spoilers here necessarily, kind of, but like I hope it's more of a tease than anything else. There's a character in this who has a child in this world. Right, but they're an NPC or whatever. So, but like, like does what, that matter? Right. Like, where did the child come from? Yeah, or was it and just like, given when, to you? should when, I care about the child? Yeah, like when they left and then returned, like how far, how long were they gone? The child's older. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, what responsibilities do you have? Yeah. Like, it's just so cool. It's just such a like really smart book but not in the way that makes you feel dumb nice so I, I again I highly recommend it if you're a person who was like sad that Wicked and Divine was over and you're like I want my Kieran Gillen fix yeah check out Once a Future and check out Die for sure did you see there were like 20 issues of Wicked and Divine in that long box I did not <laughs> it was issues like I did not 14 <laughs> I must have not gone through that to one to like 40 uh, I, I didn't know if you wanted them I was like that's cool no that's okay that's okay. I'd rather, you know what, like, because we have a bunch of the trades, I'd rather, yeah. some things I found in there. You don't want to there, take them out and be like, oh, I ruined it. Well, no, not like that. But for, like, for me, there were some things in there that I was like, oh, I'd like to have this, but I knew I had it digitally. I knew I had a trade of it and I wanted someone else to find it. That's the thing. Is that, like, like if I was you... like, I want someone else to, to get this yeah. and give it a shot. So I left it. Yeah. Dan Larson from Toy Galaxy says best. If you see one, grab it. If you see two, leave one for the next collector. Yeah. Uh, Jacob Montez says, hi. Hi. I thought I'd pitch in some coin thank you thank you very much uh we are the wishing well of youtube now uh i was only uh able to catch you live once before and you mispronounced my name as monets which my friends found funny thanks to tiffany who is my go-to for indie recommendations oh that's so sweet she's mine too well thanks guys i think you've got a good you've got a good uh eye for quality well, I, I, but and... here's the thing i can't read them all no there, so it's there's like... so many independent books out there so like if you find one that you like on your own like grab that hang on to it love it just yeah. because someone's not talking about it just means they haven't discovered it yet. well and you talk about it like you know what i mean if you notice like there is a there is a dearth of uh you know yeah of, like of, recommend of, it to your friends like loan it out yeah like i have um you know, thank you to one of the members of the population. I think in the last letters page, you saw yep. me get the first volume of Baby Teeth, which literally we got maybe a couple, like a week or so. About a week ago. It was Yeah, it was a week ago. And I read it, and I, I tweeted about this. I read it. I was halfway through. I read. I ordered the second volume and the third volume, because yep. that's all that's out. There's another issue out. And I'm like, I'm like do, I, do I read it? Do I wait? I don't know. I don't know what to do now. So you read it all. 
No, I haven't read the next issue. Oh, really? I, I was like, mm, I don't know if I want to wait, but they are making more. So like, yes. I was like, I do feel confident that I'm going to read it. Yeah. Um, and I love it, but like, you know, like I don't, I, I don't read a lot of aftershock. No. Uh, it's not just usually something I look. It's not at. on your radar. Um, so it was. But maybe it will be new. It was, it, yeah, it was a great opportunity to check out another horror story, and like, it's something I'm going to loan out to to friends. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's totally. Like, Here, go go check this out, and then yeah. maybe they'll be interested in seeing what else aftershock has, like. That's yeah. the hope. <laughs> yeah, and I like, and that's not like I don't want people to take that as like a I'm like shilling for aftershock, shilling for aftershock, or shilling for like you know not letting companies make their money, but like it is an opportunity for someone to be like, oh, this is a company I didn't look at before. Yeah, maybe I'll go take a look. Right. I was just I actually did read Sentient, and I'm like, oh, this is good. Like, but I'll shill for TKO because it's like, hey, yeah. made some good stuff. You will shill. Although this cover sucks. Really? It's not enough. It's fine. I mean, it is a wraparound. It needs to be great. It's a cover, for God's it's sake. It's a wraparound. But if they're, if this is coming in a box, you're not seeing it. That's Yeah, but like, what? Anyway. You don't judge a book by its cover. Except you do when Except you buy Except in a comic book. Uh, Jacob Montez, thank you very much, man. Oh, thank you. Uh, Cullen Stalin says, There's a Kirby bio coming out by Tom Scioli? Scioli? Maybe a GBU featuring three different takes on a Kirby creation, like Omac, Demon, uh, Devil Dinosaur, Mr. Miracle. That's a cool idea. Yeah, why not? Um, thank you for that idea. That's a good one. We, we have a, we have all of those things. I was just saying, I was going to say that, like... Here, I'll take that. <laughs> Sal's reaction to that, when he's, like, quiet like that, it's usually he's, like, storing that away, or, like, you're actually really thinking about it. Yeah. It's like that Conan O'Brien thing where, like... Oh, someone, that's really funny. Maybe mm. the funniest thing I've ever heard. I think I can use that. But, like, he actually thinks it's hilarious. It's right. Just... It's just, I'm not wired like that anymore. Uh, Dan V again says, I heard Empire was good. I really like the Green Lantern anniversary. Still say the most underrated series is Hellblazer, where it essentially is a vertical comic and fits the original series. Let's Tiffany? talk about Hellblazer. Yep. <laughs> uh, I had to catch up on Hellblazer number six. I don't know how I, I missed that coming out, but I did. Like just It was DC, so that's I all you need. I just straight up missed it. Um, so I read that issue. Uh, just so you know, Hellblazer number six was like an issue that definitely continues kind of the general story thread, but was almost its own standalone issue. Issue six made me tear up a little bit. Yeah. Then. It legitimately it made me tear up a little bit. It was just so, uh, such a nice story and, and, and sad and just really well done. Yeah. Uh, and I got to tell you, like Spurrier is just getting better. Yeah, I remember you were kind of lukewarm on Spurrier when he first started. I was, and I and, and I, that might just be like from him writing the dreaming, because like that was fine, and I enjoyed the book, and I had to finish it because I I didn't give him a fair shake, I didn't finish out the series, um, but like yeah, but, but like you give him twelve issues, or like however many yeah, you read, six or seven. It was it, good, but like but this not... is great. Right. Like I love his work. I think it's a fantastic run. Um, I will say these these past two issues for sure, and even a couple of the issues beforehand, seem to have this undercurrent of maybe some politics that are happening over yes. in England. Um, I'm very unaware of them, but it was kind of fascinating. And like because his own background, I was like, okay, cool. Like why not write what you know and exactly. like write what's what's kind of happening. But if you're looking for like grim, gritty, like 
I love some of the, the like colloquial phrases that are put in here for John. Yes. Using magic, seeing crazy supernatural crap, him being as snarky as ever. Like this is this is great. This is great right now, and I think it's really bringing John back to his Vertigo roots in lieu of having Vertigo. Right. The art feels like Vertigo. It's just shit you're not gonna see anyplace else. That's what it needs to be. I think it's Aaron Campbell. Mm. He is unbelievable yeah. it is it is aaron campbell nice um it's just so dark and gritty and just like yeah it just feels like vertigo in like the best way but possible. new yeah like it doesn't feel like it's just reprints of no old vertigo no it doesn't 90s. feel it doesn't feel old it definitely feels updated um the current issue uh focuses on a um an entity from the sea mm. and like this like mystery and like John is like touching on all of these things because of the overarching plot. Right. This one has like a part two to it as well. Okay. So like this, this issue didn't finish out the story that's going on. I will say the like twist at the end I saw coming from a mile away, but I, I don't think we were meant to not see it. I think sure. It, it more, wasn't about the mystery. It wasn't about the mystery necessarily. It was kind of about the journey and the character who has that realization like, you know, it, yeah. it, it's like, it was a surprise for them. Right. Um, there was another surprise. I was like, oh, 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 that sucks. Sorry. Like, like for that character. Yeah. Um, but it's just, I just love this series and I love diving into it. And it's just like a world I don't want to live in. But like. But I, you like to see. I, yeah. It's like, it's like a little, it's a wonderful layer of filth <laughs> that I like to visit every once in a while. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Ripley. Where like our cat Ripley likes to, when she goes outside, the first thing she does is find the dirt and roll around and just wallow in it. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm like, why? But she loves it. You know, yeah. and but then she's got to like clean herself off. Exactly, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like it, it's just so fantastic. And just so you know, Ripley doesn't go outside on her own. No, she's we got have a little a... harness and a leash. Yes, and we have uh, a hilarious outfit that she puts on. But she loves it. She knows. She knows now that means I'm going outside. Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, that way she can't wander away. That's right. Uh, Pandemonium '93. It's unfortunate that Marvel and DC continue to never do anything with the lesser-known characters. Those are the ones that actually have potential. I mean, all the other like every character has potential. I've maintained that argument forever. And just because a character is lesser-known or obscure doesn't necessarily equate to potential or greatness. I think that, that what they might mean by that is they have the potential for change. Yeah, absolutely. The lesser-known characters tend to have the most potential to be updated and yeah. let change happen to them because oftentimes there's just less story written about them and so there's less that solidifies them into being one way or another. That was my argument when uh, we did Heroes in Crisis on back issues. I was like, this is a mean-spirited and terrible book, not just because of everything that happens, but because of the cavalier, hand-wavy uh, execution of lesser-known and unpopular, unpopular characters mm -hmm. because since they don't get a high profile opportunity to get their own book get their, or become agents of their own story. They will just remain dead. Mm -hmm. You know, like they're just killed and that sucks. And so I hear what you're saying, but I also fished out a whole bunch of the, when new 52 launched like new number one titles Yeah, and like, there weren't all winners. No. <laughs> I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying, like, I hear what you're saying, but devil's advocate, uh, pandemonium. Um, but uh, Kenneth Dowling, hey, Sal and Tiff. Hey, Hi. Kenneth, how are you, man? Caught the video of back issues on Static Shock. Finally called it back issues. Uh, 
Nice. Uh, <laughs> I like the idea of Milestone. As an African-American comics lover, I appreciate diversity. Uh, personally, I prefer Black Panther. I hear what you're saying. That's Black fair. Panther will, Black Panther and Static are apples and oranges. Static yeah. is kid from the streets. He's an American. He's distinctly nerdy and like has his own direction. The Dakotaverse is very different from the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Black Panther, mover and shaker, uh, monarch, leader, and also Avenger, and... You know, and he's against the Marvel universe. Yep. Uh, you know, Static has a, has more of an opportunity to kind of set himself apart in a universe that fewer are aware of, whereas Black Panther gets a chance to set himself apart against those like classic whiter characters that he's that, you know that he's set against. Well, I like the fact that like they both are so different, but yeah. I think that appeals to more people. You That's know what I thing. mean? Like, like it's like Wesley Snipes wanted to be Black Panther before he was Blade. Like they like you know what I mean? Like yeah. every prominent black actor. From the 70s until today, wanted to be Black Panther. Yeah. They always wanted to be Black Panther. Nobody was like, ooh, can I be Can I be Blade? I mean, Blade's cool, and I appreciate it, no, but like... No, he is cool. I, I, it, well, and only Wesley Snipes could have made Blade happen. Unless you're talking about the name I can't remember, but who was playing Blade in the in Phase 5 or whatever. Right, right. But he's um, going to be great. Marashal, yeah. I can't say his name, I'm that's, sorry. That's fine. Yeah. Um... I, and I say that's fine because I can't judge anyone on saying names because I'm literally the worst at it. Right. Um, no, I'm so glad we did Static Shock because, again, like I like I said in the episode, like I only know Static from the show. Right. So, like, Which is was, what a lot of people know. It about. is. But, like, it was... He's, like, cooler in the comics. Yes. I think. Because it's just, like... Well, you it, know what else? It doesn't have to be for, like, um, rated for TV. <laughs> no. You know? well, and, and also, like, in the TV show, he is technically in the DC Timverse. Yeah. So... At any point, Superman, Batman, or anybody could show up. That being said, Static, of course, was eventually co- incorporated into the DC universe. But like, there are dozens of Static books yeah. where he has no, where his the the next analog is like Zombie or Hardware or Icon, Rocket. Like, there's, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's they're cool and they're amazing characters, but like, they don't have the same level of prominence, so you're not like comparing them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I hear what you're saying, man. I'm glad that you uh, checked out that episode. Thank you. Uh, Static was a great episode to make. I'm really glad we got a chance to do that. Hopefully, if you uh, did check out Static or you didn't already, go check it out. But also, since the books are notoriously out of print, uh, the Dwayne McDuffie Foundation link is still in the description below the video. If you want to help out, help them out. Uh, not him. He's no longer with us, but like his foundation. Yeah, the foundation. Uh, Michael Darnell, uh, would you enjoy Red Hood if Sean Murphy wrote him? Eh, I mean, I'm going to see what happens in the next one because, you know... I'm sure he'll be there. That was the hands for the Murphyverse. The Murphyverse. DC loves imprints, but they're the leader of the company doesn't. Um, Ron Catasarasano. He did it. Loved Static Back Issues episode as someone who grew up with the cartoon. Oh, yeah. I definitely need to reprint them. Hope you guys have a great day. Thank you very much. Or have a day. I, I assumed you want us to have a good day. We will technically have a day. I believe the day is almost over, so we've already had it. But thank you, Ron. And we did have a day. Um, but, uh, but that being said, uh, I'm glad the cartoon exists because it allowed everyone, or so many more people to see it. Uh, and I'm sure it helped give Dwayne McDuffie a couple of uh, shekels for the Kofers. Sure. Uh, but also, um, the reason they didn't reprint them is simply... Uh, DC would have to pay anyone any amount of money for it. Is that how you say that word? What, what, coffers? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, but, uh, yeah, DC does not like to pay people for things that they don't automatically have to, like, if you're on the payroll, they're gonna pay you. You know, hey, you're right, Batman, here's your check. Right. But, like, if I gotta, hey, I wanna do this thing, uh, we technically own that, but do I have to pay you per- personally? Yeah. Nah, fuck that. Marvel and DC don't want to do that. Neither of them want to do that. Uh, thankfully, thanks to the, like, well, thankfully, due to 
the resulting wrap-up of the litigation from with McDuffie's widow and also the Milestone 2.0 gang. Um, I, I think we're going to see more. Right. And, and, like, and they worked it out. So it's like only, they don't have to just pay Yeah, and we, and we talked about this, I think, last episode, too. But, like, not only do I want to see more, I want to see... New. Well, I want to see reprints, Yes, that's too. the other thing, yeah. Like, I, I, I really hope that, like, if they're able to, like, if that is true and they're going to go forward with this, right. like... Get the presses rolling. I agree. And, like get that out. There. Get that out there. Get it to people because like because they want it. Yeah, the people want it. They want it. They want not only to have the opportunity if they missed it the first time, right? But maybe some people want that nostalgia. You know what I mean? Like oh, oh I man, know I remember mean. I grew up reading this and like now like I can share it with my family. I can yeah. share it with friends. Like do right? it. Yeah, and uh, and not the new fifty two one. That wasn't very good. Uh, Ruskin 910 says uh, everyone talks about events like monthlies aren't just mini events when was the last time any of the main monthly books were just small stories and not giant status quo changing epics I agree that's true but uh, you know the hunted for Spider-Man wasn't that big like it was it it had its own tie-ins and everything but at the end of the day you know there was a skirmish with a bunch of Spider-Man D-listers in Central Park right and some clones. Well, Who cares? And you know what? That's funny for me because it's like if you read a lot of indie, you're just reading the story. Right. You're just reading about like the the real struggle is between like a man and his grandmother. Like, right. It's it's not or, about like the fate of New York. Right. Or it's like you know that this story is going to have an end, and so like you don't have to worry about constantly bringing people back in. You're just telling the story that pays out how it's meant to be. Exactly. And so like when you go from reading that to this, it does feel honestly like everyone's constantly having events. Yeah. At least with Hellblazer, it's kind of walking that line mm-hmm. where like there's clearly like, a big end goal and right. like. I'm sure if it does well, they'll keep going. Totally. But, like, the story isn't told in, like, these, like, huge, like, earth-shattering yeah. arcs. It's like, yeah. here's the story and here's the finale of that after, like, five issues. Next right? story. I will say you should read Daredevil by Zdarsky because it is an epic, mm. but each but it's so self-contained and it, it feels like Miller's run. Mm-hmm. It feels like Born Again. So it's That's worth checking out. Uh, Tim M in a big bad way. Thank you. Oh my th- gosh! Thank you so much for helping us. Thank uh, you. Love you all seriously. Thank you all for everything you do. Thank, uh, thank you. you, Tim, for everything that you're doing for us. We really yeah, appreciate it, man. And definitely. thanks for watching. We're very lucky to have you, Tim. Thank you very much. Uh, Shaquille Hickman uh, helping us out. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you. Um, and uh, oh Dukin says just sending more support for my favorite channel. Thank you, Dukin. We do appreciate it, man. Yeah. Uh, and Denton Films, have you seen Overlord? Wyatt Russell will be great U.S. agent. Keep up the great work and stay safe. No, I've not seen Overlord. I that was that crazy like zombie. Yeah, I want to see movie. that. Yeah, then movie theaters fell apart. But like, I think the movie already failed before then. I want to see it. We'll probably watch it hopefully this weekend. Oh yeah. Um, I but bet, yeah. I bet no one. Yeah. Right. Why not? All right. We saw They Live. Uh, uh, a couple weekends ago. We did, because I'd never seen it. it, was, it was we didn't watch Wolfen. Nobody no. voted. Yeah, you guys didn't vote for Wolfen. We got, no, we got did They not, Live. I'm so glad did we did. I love They Wolfen. Live. Yes. I kept pushing Wolfen because Amazon Video kept, kept bringing showing it, up. it to us. It's like, hey, how about Wolfen? It's like, what is this? What about Wolfen? Yeah, but what about it? A woo. Uh, but yeah, uh, I love Wyatt. I, I love the idea of Wyatt Russell because, like, you know, it's just a, it's just a new young Kurt Russell. It's a mini Russell. Yeah. And I love that he named Wyatt. What a I'm... nerd. Kurt Russell is. He's a cowboy nerd. Yeah, I can't wait for him to be U.S. agent. I almost wish he were somebody a little bigger. Um, but yeah. Uh, Z-Berm, I haven't sent a super chat in a while. Uh, oh. I just want to say I uh, watch Kippo and the Age of Wonder Beasts on Netflix. It's absolutely amazing. Thank you for the recommendation, cool. Z-Berm. Check that out. And welcome back. Um, okay. All right, let's talk about another book. What do you okay, got? real quick, before we go finally into talking about books that you read this week. Right. Um, There's only three. So. I came, that came out really wrong, but I'm not <laughs> taking it back. That's fair. It's just, it's just a shade. Well, I'm not offended. You don't need your sunglasses anymore. <laughs> just throwing... That's okay, because I wear them at night. Shade. 
I don't know how to use words. Uh, Justice League Dark number 23 came out. We've been dealing with the, the balancing of the parliaments. Um, this is uh, not uh, Tynan, right? Tynan and Ram V. So it's not Tynan, right? <laughs> He's still in there. Uh, with art by Kyle Hotz. Oh, yeah. used to work for Malibu. No way. And, and do some other books. So, like, if you're looking for art that has, like, a 90s-ish, early 2000s flair, mm -hmm. but also has, like, a... 90s is 2000s flair for Vertigo. Yeah. This is where you're going to get that art. This art's been shifting quite a bit um, throughout, um, but it, yes. it has that feel. It's those, it's like Kelly Jones. It's like Kelly Jones and like, I, yeah, I guess it is just kind of like Kelly Jones. I, there was someone else. No, no, there was someone else I was thinking of earlier when mm -hmm. I was reading it and I, I literally can't remember who it was. Like, a book. Was it Sam Keith? Yes, it was Sam Keith. <laughs> Holy crap. That was the, this was the uh -huh. panel I saw it. I was like, this is like, like Sam Keith. Look at these humans. And, and Kelly Jones. Um, at the same time, it's just, it's a lot of deep, dark inks, a lot of folds. Like in, yeah, everyone's clothes. Everyone's, are, everyone's clothing is wrinkled. Everyone's clothes are like five times too big for them. Mm -hmm. um, but it's dealing with the fallout of the Parliament of Trees having burned, Swamp Thing being gone, the, um, Woodrow taking over for the Parliament of Trees. But don't worry, flowers. we know where Swamp Thing is. He's in hell with Wonder Woman. Well, in this story, um, it's focusing on trying to balance the parliaments after, like, you know, there was, like, there was the whole quadriceps fungus kind of, like, outbreak and, sure. like, Animal Man, you know, helped out that, and, yes. like, you know, yes, like, they brought forth the big worm and it fought back the, 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 the parliament of bacteria, basically. Right, uh, The yes. unseen uh, fought back. Yep. And, um, and then um, Dr. Fate went and, like, tried to ask the like avatar like gods yes. the four elements to help and so they're able to call forth like a meeting of the parliaments of life in mm -hmm. general to try to like fix the balance right and the only way to do that was to have each of the guardians of the parliaments like touch the stone and take their power back and then like it would kind of be rehanded out by like man as okay. it should have been and um so Woodrow's the first one to go like Constantine basically is like he goes to him and he's like hey so when I was like in the rot there was like definitely a vine there that was like holding Abby in this like dream state that she was in yeah. she where'd that come from Woodrow mm -hmm. and he's like you got me don't tell them <laughs> right don't tell the Justice League <laughs> it's not gonna be good right and he's like I won't but like you have to come with me and you're gonna have to like deal with whatever the consequences are from like the meeting of the Parliament yeah and so like he has to go first so he loses his power and like it's an earlier. There's a whole. This is John's story. Okay. This is John's like workings. You know how John works, where it's just like, I'm. I don't want to be involved. I'm totally involved, but it's all backdoor dealings. And someone else will pay for it. Bingo. So what he does is that he like he tells Abby that he has to, like he's like I need you to trust me and do what I ask you to do because yeah. she's like she's the like, she's the guardian of the rocks. So she's like all crazy looking with the right. waves and all yes, that. Yes, right. Yes. Yes. Um. So. Um. Oh, they also, uh, like, seemingly dispatch of, like, Anton Arcane by, like, removing him from the rot. Wonder Woman does that. Okay, cool. And, like, Zatan is, like, out for the count for the time being. But If this all sounds really cool, that's because it's not in Death Metal. This is Justice League Dark right now, by the way. Yeah, this has nothing to do with Death Metal. <laughs> um, but, um, so, uh, Woodrow uses, loses powers. He's just a dude again. Animal Man gives his powers away, and okay. then it's Abby's turn. And Abby goes Wait, up Animal there. Animal Man doesn't have powers anymore? Well, he's like guarding Oh, his, his he's not guarding the red anymore. Yeah. Good, fine. So <laughs> then Abby goes up and then is like, this is for Alec. And she attacks the rot. Oh! 
And it's like, but she's the, like, what? Yeah. And so she, like, attacks them and, like, melts them into, like, a venom-looking ooze. Okay. And then, like, the other Guardians freak out. They're like, she attacks! This is a trick! Oh, gosh! All the other Parliaments are, like, freaking out. And, mm-hmm. like, Wonder Woman's like, what have you done? <laughs> and then she looks at John and she's like... <laughs> and he, he's like... And he reaches into the goop and he pulls out a single seed. And then he's like, gonna go! And he, like, just runs away. Mm-hmm. He uses his Houdini key, he gets out of there, and then he goes back to Louisiana, where, like, Anton Arcane is, and he's just like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. Why are you here? And, like, he's chatting with him, and, like, you know, John's like, you know, oh, you know, I I, I would... I, he, he says something about friends, and how he's just like, I'm here to catch up with an old friend. And Anton's like, I didn't think we were friends. Oh, we're not. And he's like, we're not. And then, <laughs> and then Swamp Thing walks out of the swamp. Yes. And I'm like, that's awesome. Like, he, all he cared about was bringing his friend back. Yep. He didn't. He did he not. He was not give bringing it all together. No. He didn't give away about any of that other crap. It all works out though. Yeah. Because right. it's John, right? Yeah. So like. Who paid for it? John does in a way. Mm. Because like he doesn't go back to the Justice League Dark. He's like, I know I'm not welcome there. Yeah, that's fair. And so like. I'll go be in the Spurrier's Hellblazer book. Right. Well, <laughs> John and Zatanna, both of them pay. Okay. So like, hell, like um. Swamp Thing uses his powers to, like, take Anton and turn him into a tree so that he's out for as long as they decide they don't want to use him anymore. Sure. Then he goes to where, like, the parliaments are all melting down and they are able to strike a bargain and a balance. And so the parliaments are brought back to balance and the trees are growing back. Cool. Good. All right. Um, wait, does she attack the rot or the flowers? Mmm. I want to make sure I got that right. Oh, it's the flowers. Okay. Sorry, she attacks the flowers. That's why it makes more sense. I was like, no, wait, she wouldn't attack yeah, the rot. The rot. Yeah, she uses the rot to rot them. So she kills the parliament of flowers, thus restoring the parliament of trees. Yes. Which is ruined, I guess. Like when this is all going down, like I all I could think of was metal, because in metal, the yeah. parliament of trees is back to some degree. Right. And so like, we're setting it. Yeah. Like it, I already knew they were going to be back. Yeah. And so like this was kind of the journey of like how it was going to happen. Well, this is cooler. This is cooler, but like had. Well, also, I assume Swamp Thing is, like, reconstituted and he looks like Swamp Thing. Yeah. Does it look like Alan Moore? No. Yay, good. No, he looks like, he looks like, like, classic Swamp Thing. Well, Hoyt probably wouldn't draw, he's like, Hots, he's like, no. So regardless, (laughs) um, the Upside Down Man is still there. Like, because they never really, they never finished that. They never finished out that, that story. Yeah. Um, and so, like, Zatanna's, like, unconscious, like, well, she's dreaming. And, like, in her dream, like, because she was in the rot, it's like, she's connected somehow to, like, this darkness. And when, um... She's in her dreams. It's this really cool image of the Upside Down Man where you have to, like, flip it to see what he's saying, which is, like, he's, like, you know, when you're when you're in the dark, like, you know which way is up. And so, like, he's standing upright and she's underneath him. And mm-hmm. I'm, like, and cool. it's just, like, it's, like, to be continued. Oh! And I'm, like, okay, cool. You're like, all right, But, like, basically this arc was to bring back the Parliament of Trees and to bring back Swamp Thing. Yeah. Which was already told that it was going to happen. But in... whatever. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. It would, it would have been a cooler surprise to know that John's plan... Worked. Well, the fact is, you didn't know necessarily that it was going to come back because metal was just whatever Snyder wanted to do. No, but like halfway through this, I was oh, like, oh. Yeah. Like halfway through this issue, I was like, oh, okay. I see. I see where this is kind of going. Got it. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, Um, It's still a great story. And so like, if you weren't reading metal, you probably had a great time. Right. And you may not have even like, you know, put it together. You might have just been enjoying yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, It looks cool. Like I said, it still has some like... 90s ish late like early 2000s elements where i'm like okay this feels pretty dated okay cool that's fun though but there is like again it's that like vertigo-esque 
feel to it. This like, you know, like we said, like Kelly Jones, Sam Keith hybridization yeah. in the art. It's fun. Um, but yeah, and so for the time being, exits John from the book for now. Fine. He'll show for, up in for now. But Abby's there now. Yeah, that's cool. So I don't know if she's like part of it because Probably. of her connection to Swamp Thing. Yeah, I would uh, assume. I don't know. So mm. Neat. Yeah. Dan Wesley, great show as always. To go off what Tiffany said, I believe, in retrospect, that's why Tom King's limited runs of characters like Vision worked so well compared to his Batman. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. King's great at a 12 well, issue mini. Well, or because not mini. just that, but because like Vision wasn't such a like long-standing like well-documented character well, there's, there's a lot of story there are but it's not like it's not like with batman the fact is editorial didn't care about him that's well, why no i know but like with batman the mythos has so been like hammered home it's culturally it you're everyone knows about yeah him. but like with vision or mr miracle it's like some people might know his story but not everyone does and so it's easier to play with those elements yes. and not get people upset right, right right and not honestly like ruin the character because it's like okay this just took him in a different direction well and a lot of like long-term fans of those characters are just happy to see their character get some yeah some play. time in the sun Taylor Petcher I'm loving Hellblazer this issue reminded me of some of the weird fantasy elements that Paul Jenkins had in his run from the mid 90s yeah no like it's just getting better like the early stuff like the the dreaming like universe thing that they put out first with like you know Tim and all that and I'm sure we'll come back around to that was fine right like it was okay and like I know it was just them trying to get to a certain place yep Issue one was good, and it's just been literally, like, just getting better and better That's and better. Great. So, like, it's just awesome. Dan Veeb says, uh, I would recommend Cry Havoc and The Spire by Spurrier, but Hellblazer's that perfect mix of talent with the right character at the right time. Yeah. No, absolutely. The Spire was something I've literally almost picked up several times, and then, like, every time I, I'm like, I should go look at that. Yeah. Like so, no no some I somehow get distracted because I remember seeing a like ad for it in a book. Oh, and it's one of those few times. Like every once in a while, an ad really strikes me. Yes, and it struck me, and I was like, oh, I gotta look for that. Yeah, and then every time. So just wait because this is too early in the show. So right. <laughs> Tyler Bass uh, or Bass in the DC reboot Elseworlds you said the only way JSA would happen is if there was a perfect pitch minus Rucka and Polito nursing home murder mystery that'd be cool yeah um, I love the the pitch of nursing nursing home, home murder, murder mystery. mystery yeah I love that yeah that's it's a good like, solid that's, that's a genuine like, thing it's like Seven meets the Golden Girls <laughs> yeah it, well it's like uh, if Angel if uh, if Jessica Fletcher visited the Golden Girls <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kevin Kruger, I'm glad you like the gifts and Tiffany's re re reaction to Ben. When is Shadow Man coming out? And have you read Punk Mambo from Valiant? Yes, I have read Fart Gun. I've read one of Punk Mambo uh, and Shadow Man. I think already came out. I think it did come out. Uh, it's it's been delayed, but because of the because of the the, yeah. the, the halt in production. But uh, but Shadow Man, I've seen at least uh, an issue or two of it, and it's great. John Colin, Davis Hunt is excellent. Is it Colin Bunn? It is Colin writing Bunn. it. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, so yeah, uh, but yeah, fart gun, two of them now. It's great. No, it's not. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm just catching up. Uh, Louis Lombardi or Louis Lombardi. I'm here to I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum. Apropos of our they live. Yeah, now now I know where that truly comes from. Yeah, yeah. And, that it's, a... and that it's not just Duke Nukem. Yeah. Clearly, the 3D Realms people are fans of they live, and they were like, oh. I guess so. He's got um, the glasses. And you, you felt, you fell hard for, uh, for him. For Duke? No, for, for uh, what's his name? Oh, the actor, not I... actor. Oh, Roddy. Yeah, Ro Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah. 
Because he's, you know, because he wanted to. No, make yeah, it, I didn't. I was like, a not like you fell in love with him, but no. you fell, you fell for I, a story. Well, we were watching it, like we were watching it on um, Amazon. Amazon, and so they have like that stupid trivia crap that they put in there, which I'm guessing they just pull from different places because I definitely saw repeats. Yes, but like there was a lot of stuff about how he like really wanted to try hard for this. Like he was not, not he wasn't a try hard, but like he was like disappointed with himself for like certain scenes and stuff like that. And John Carpenter had to be like, it's okay, you're doing, you're, you're doing great. You're like, in a John Carpenter movie. <laughs> It's that, okay. That isn't the thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, w- which is like, what? Is We've had this conversation, she and I, like, the other day, where we were like, every John Carpenter movie looks like a John Carpenter movie. Every John Carpenter movie feels like a John Carpenter And yeah. then there's the thing, which is just like, a real movie. It's just, it's so good. I love John Carpenter, but yeah. the thing is like, yeah, I am really glad that he was able to use Keith David again because Ugh. he's really great in that movie. Like, he's great in live, all the movies, but he's really great in They Live as well. Like I just like his portrayal of that yeah, character. Yeah, I love that forty-five minute long fight scene. So much fun, and I I just don't like his ending. I I loved it because it was so jarring, but also like it sucks. It they sucks. But it's also like off screen. Yeah, I'm like bus bullshit. Yeah, but your it's Keith David. He'll get another Keith shot. Awesome. Storm King. Any chance of doing the Legend of Blue Marvel and back issues? You guys are awesome. Stay safe. You too, Storm King. Thank you very much. I don't see the Legend of Blue Marvel happening anytime soon, but I wouldn't discount it because Blue Marvel is one Disney Plus show or movie away from appearing. Black Knight is showing up in Eternals. Probably gonna do a Black Knight story, not solo, but like we're gonna do something that focuses on Black Knight at some point. Kenneth Dowling. I would love uh, both your opinions on this. What excited people about Tom King when he came on Batman? King's stint is one of the worst comic runs of all time. Damn near ruined my favorite superhero. Uh, Batman is stronger than King and his influence. Batman would never be ruined by Tom King. Um, Anyone could just take over and replace it, which Tynan did. Um, But I will say that uh, people were very excited about Tom King. I was, I know, but uh, his miniseries were... Uh, award-winning, storied, and excellent. People loved Sheriff of Babylon, uh, OMAC Project. Uh, Vision had just wrapped when they announced Batman. Mm -hmm. So, like, I was singing its praises at the time. Uh, And and King, of course, promised a 100-issue run. And at that point, like, a lot of us were sick of Snyder at that point. We were just ready for someone else. Yeah. Not that, like, Snyder was bad, but, like, Snyder and Capullo's run was very long, and it was very much that tone if you didn't want that tone you know you could go to tyne and you could go to detective but like the fact is if you wanted the core batman title that mattered you had to read snyder's run yeah and so people were very hungry and king he was really they everyone was playing up the cia angle and how and, it, and his time you know like so people were really like oh this guy gets it right and i, I think what afterwards what kept people reading it why people love it so much was that like the reason they love Batman were what they saw on the page. Yes. You know what I mean? And that doesn't necessarily jive with other folk who love Batman for a different reason. And if you loved him for a different reason, you weren't going to get it from King's Batman. No. It spoke to other fans of the character. That's and right. I, and I think that's why they love it so much because it's like they finally saw it. Yes. Like, and it is so different. Like if you... Yeah. I was, I was literally, I was reading Bloom uh, yeah. the other day. Yeah. And I'm like, this is so different. Yeah. Like... It's so, so different. It's so different from everything. Yeah, no, it's... But especially King's But I really liked it. But I like, know. And I get why people don't, which is why I'm not like, I've never seen one. It's bullshit. No, no, like, it is so not for everyone. Yes. And, and, I, I, and I totally understand that. It took me a while, but I remember being like, I remember being sick of it. I know, and I was and like... rereading I, it, though, I'm like, eh, but I had it's actually pretty I had cool. read Court of Owls, and then I fell off, and so like I kind of came in at the end. When Gordon came in. So, like, I was not like sick of it yeah so like i came in and i and i still to this day like gordon and the bunny suit and i yeah. still like bloom 
but the Bloom thing really speaks to me. Like, yes. Let's, let's yes. be honest. It's like I still that's didn't borderline Justice League Dark crap I, right there. It was I was reading the end of it, not the not the beginning. I still don't even care about Bloom. Like I was like, I don't care shit about I this. love that design. Oh, he's great, I, but, but there's nothing about him that makes him interesting. I kinda dig it. I don't know. There's uh, a supernatural element there. Yeah. Bernadette Edwards says, uh, Constantine fixes things in a manner that makes yeah. you wish you still had the problem, which is why I love that character. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's just, it's never easy with, with John. No. Uh, Juan... <laughs> it is for him, seemingly. Yes. <laughs> Juan Olag says, keep it up with a hilarious uh, moving pair who's that's working what, out. That's what we gotta do more. Yeah, we are trying to keep it up. Thank you very much. Uh, Kenneth says, uh, have a great day, you two, and cool points to you, Sal, for knowing the backstory on Snipes wanting to play Black Panther. My man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, if you like that, you'll love uh, Pat Oswalt's story about how he's a lunatic. And only wanted to be called Blade backstage on Blade 3. Let's be honest. If you get to play... Blade? Yeah. I get it. You right. Know, like... No, but it was Blade 3. He was like... It was about Ego. And he was like pissed that like nobody... Like he's, they're focusing on, you know, Jessica Biel, Ryan Reynolds. Right. And he's like, what and is I, this? And it was called Blade. I do kind of understand that because it's like how many black superheroes are getting a movie. And, and then you're gonna... like, oh, and Jessica Biel. Yeah, like, <laughs> I kind of get that, where it's like, it, it's called Blade. Right, it's about Blade. It's not called Whistler's Daughter. No. I yeah, can't even remember what her name is. Yeah, no, who cares? But you know what it's I mean? Icon. Like, it's called Blade. Yeah. Uh, Kevin uh, Kruger, have you watched the new Doom Patrol? No, not yet. Same. That's going to be like a... I, I need a couple... How many episodes have come out? Is it the whole thing? Or are they no, dropping I, it weekly? I don't I, know. I think, it, I think it's weekly. I, that's what I did last time. I waited, and then I was able to binge a bunch yes. of them. Which I really, really, really like that system. Yeah. Um, it doesn't help me being able to talk to people about it, uh, but I really no. like that system. That's like, true. So I'll have to check in with uh, that. Delapo Fiemi says, "I wish the Damien character would mature after being the cause of Alfred dying. It would be a good move. Also, wish we could get Grayson as Batman again. Well, you might get Batman uh, Grayson one day. People really have a fondness for that era. Uh, if you if you looked at the behind the scenes notice, uh, Tom King did not want to kill Alfred." The idea was that Damien's impetuousness was 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 counted on by Batman, and that the Alfred that was there was Clayface as an imposter. As an imposter, um, but uh, Didio thought it'd be more impactful if they killed Alfred. So there you go. So can't be mad about King for uh, for that one. No, King does not deserve the Alfred hate. It's not. He did not if, want to do if that. You, if you don't like the way he portrayed Batman, fine. Which I did not. But don't hate on him for... For killing Alfred. I yeah. mean, he did do it. He could have Snydered it up and like, Fuck you! I'm walking! I mean, the other thing was, back then, at that point, if he was like, I'm walking, they're like, There's the door! Immortal Hulk's out selling you, get the fuck out! Uh, Michael Darnell, I'm desperate for Hellblazer on back issues. We will do Hellblazer one day. Well, she'll do it. That's Because I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I like it, but I didn't read it, you know? <laughs> Uh, let's jump into it. Uh, Empire number zero from uh, Al Ewing and Pepe Larraz. Pepe Larraz drew it. It looks awesome. Um, Empire. Uh, so the idea here is that, you know, uh, Al Ewing loves continuity. He gets it. Uh, he's he May he never leave Marvel. Mm -hmm. uh, the idea here is that, you know, he's playing on the whole idea of the Kree-Skrull war. Uh, the Kree and the Skrull have uh, set aside their differences. The differences being thousands of years long. Um, because at one point they created a race of plant people and now they're uniting to kill the plant people. The plant people enlist the Avengers to help them, whereas the new empire of the Kree and the Skrull who have been united under Hulkling being their leader uh, have recruited the Fantastic Four onto their cause, so it's civil war all over again. That's empire. 
uh, so if you uh, so, want if you want Annihilation plus Civil War, here it is. I'm not. I don't. I don't know what's going on with the Fantastic Four since the whole Krakoan thing. Yeah. Um, what? What what sort of um, diplomacy or like story was told to them that makes them go like, hey, let's go eradicate a plant race? Well, uh, the idea was that I believe there was like a story in which the plant people there was like a there was like a vision of the plant people that were it was in Marvel Comics one thousand right, but the plant people were going to be the cause of the of everything right. Um, but like that does not seem super fantastic for real. No, them. it does not. But uh, Iron Man's the persp- the POV character for this story, yeah. the Empire Number Zero, and in it, uh, Iron Man has a dream that is just a revisiting of the slaughter of the tree people or mm-hmm. the, the plant people. Yeah, and uh, so w- which causes him to br- to rally the Avengers and go yeah. to the green area on the moon where he meets up with them and they're like, "Hey, we were here. Al Ewing remembers the Thor story where we were a character," and. Um, Basically, the it, it's clear that the that there's pheromones something that's being used to mind control the Avengers into like in into particular being him. He's having like a, a Krakoan like moment. Yeah. Also, plants. We're doing this now. Maybe like, they'll all tie in. Because, I hope it well, does. Well, because think about like, they. The X Men have been having some space issues and, with, with the brood. Right. That'll all show up. That's it. Listen, you want to join the Kree and the Skrull? That's who they should be fighting. Yeah, They're the like, brood. We got met this brood or the Shi'ar or whatever. But I will say, there is already a Krakoan flower on the moon because that's where the Summer's house well, is. Well, maybe that's what'll happen. That's how it'll all, like, fall apart for everybody. Yeah, like, so the, like the Avengers, the Fantastic are gonna be fighting and then the Cyclops is gonna show up and be like, you're in my backyard, get off my lawn. Blah. Yeah, or, like, Krakoa will join with the plant people. I hope that's what's happening. I mean, like, Ewing ain't Hickman, but, like, and but I don't like, mean that in terms of quality, but I mean, like, he's part of it. Hopefully he part is. Part of it. That would be amazing if, uh, if, the, if they were like, oh, whoops. Right, and they also, like, bring back a character. They do. They resurrect a character, an old, uh, an old Avenger character that, like, no one remembers. Whose last name I couldn't pronounce, but it was, like, it's, it's Swordsman. Yeah. But, like, I was like, I, I don't understand last name. No. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, I'll pull it up. Let me see if I can say it. Oh, Dukan, Dukes, Dukes. I don't remember how to say it, but yeah, Swordsman's back. He's not really Swordsman. He's like a he's like a reanimated corpse of Swordsman that's like a hybrid of the plant people plus him. It's his body. It's his body that's been and like his memories and his memories. But like, but he did die. And and he banged Mantis. Right. <laughs> don't forget he ever. Don't don't ever forget he banged Mantis. But yeah. Uh, and then she left, and he's cool with it. Right. He's she, like, ah, it was fine. I I get it. But Sequoia is a character too. Koya. No, Sequoia. Yeah, but he likes to go by Koya. Oh, I thought it was Qua. Oh, I, I took Sequoia and I took the Koya. Yeah. Or Koi. I guess yeah. it's Koi. I guess it's Koi. Yeah. Anyway, it's fun. It, I, I, at the end of the day, the if this was drawn by anybody else, it would be like, no, I don't really give a shit about this. Pepe Larraz, it gave it that kind of like hox and pox gravity. Yeah, no, it's Plus does. the plants and stuff, you're like, ah, I'm kind of feeling like X-Men. And I can imagine that Marvel probably after Hox, a, a, during Dawn of X, yeah. uh, Marvel probably went to Ewing and was like, can you give us an Avengers that's this? Like, give us something where people are as excited about Marvel, not, everything and else. You're not gonna get that. No, like you're not gonna get that. And not, it's not Al Ewing's fault. It, 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 no, like he's doing, he's doing a nice job. Yes. it's just I think people are so sick of these like Civil War like things, even if they're not calling it that. It has that feel because you immediately have Iron Man and Captain Marvel there, and it's like you immediately put that thought into our. Well, heads. they remind you. They yeah. want you to think of those things. Like, well, yeah, of course, but it's like maybe you shouldn't have done that. Right. <laughs> 
Maybe maybe you shouldn't have immediately yeah, made it not. so obvious, especially because it's like they are on this. At least they're on the same team, but mm-hmm. I think they're doing that on purpose. They're yeah. like, no, see, this time they're on the same team. Right. I mean, I'm glad of it. It's nice to see that. But uh, like, also this this issue also helped to remind me or to make me forget how much I hate Aaron's Avengers. So I'm like, oh, the Avengers! I stopped reading this crappy book, so I'm looking forward to seeing what they're up to. Oh, right, they're living in the head of a dead celestial in the Arctic. In the Antarctic. Right. Uh, um, but I'm also excited because, like, you know, obviously big status quo shifts. Hopefully it'll end that. Right. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of... There, there's some beautiful pages. Laraz is the new star of Marvel. I'm loving their work. He's really great. Um, it's worth checking out, I think. And it's, like, kind of fun. But I'm hoping that we get some X-Men stuff in there. Not just because we're high on X-Men, but also because, like... Uh, Hickman, I think, wanted to kind of like establish the X-Men in a big way, but also kind of like reintegrate them into the Marvel Universe because over the last several years, we've seen a big disconnect um, ever since AVX. Right. So I'm kind of like, yeah, get the X-Men in there. Like, there shouldn't, there should be no surprise that like plant people make you think X-Men. And so, come on, get it in there. But uh, I, I, it's, it's it's like Civil War. It's like Avengers versus X Men. Right, and it's Hawks and Pox. So like, all the Thor's here though too. I'm like, wait, yeah, what? <laughs> I mean, you know, fine. And he's wearing his 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 uh, Donny Cates outfit. Kind of, kind of, but he's got the helmet. Yeah. It's... Well, I hate that headband. It's awful. Uh, but anyway, good stuff. I kind of dig it. It's 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 one of those things where it's like. If you are, if you're burned out on events, you're going to be like, oh, I've seen this a thousand times. And it's like, yeah, sometimes I've seen this a thousand times. And I would, I don't want to see the same thing over and over again. But because I've, I have been conspicuously absent from Marvel events for a while. Like this is like, oh, look, it's one of those Marvel events. Hooray. Here we go. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I'm down to check it out. Like I'm down to read it. And uh, I don't know if I'm going to read it all. I saw that sprawling 40 issue, you know, whatever. I'm not reading all the events. There's like four issues Empire. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that that map, and like now the map is like totally messed up because of the delay in things. You know what I mean? So it was like April and like this, and I was like, I don't know when anything's coming out. I'm right. Just, I'm just gonna have to pay attention. Yeah, no, I'm just gonna I, be. I, I, I can't. I can't figure this out. No, I uh, I, I'm not gonna go like all in. Like no, I'm not gonna be like, like I'm not gonna be buying Empire shirts and like reaching out to Marvel to try and promote it. But like, uh, but I'm gonna read it. And I think it'll be kind of neat. Like yeah. hopefully, and if it gets away from me, if it gets so, if it if it goes off the rails, I'm just gonna drop it like a hot potato, like I always do. I gotta say, I do like Thor in this. I love when Thor is like he's just like see tries to see the best in people. So yeah, just like hey, it's you. That's awesome. Right, I'm, I'm gonna help out. Let's do this. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, like, and then if there is something villainous there, or like you know, you know, negative, like he's gonna be like, what, what? you. Sequoia, we why? We were bros. Yeah, it's oh God, no, we're doing that. God it's gonna bros. be sad. Yeah, I just like that quite a bit. Yeah. So, uh, I guess it's a recommendation. Check it out. Maybe. Um, All right, let's talk about Batman. 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 Batman 93. Uh, Okay, so... We're talking about Folds. Yeah, Folds. Jesus issue. From Guillaume March and uh, Javier Fernandez. Guillaume? Guillaume March and Javier Fernandez with uh, with uh, writing duties by uh, James Tynan the Fourth. Yeah. This is literally just the reveal. Like the whole issue is just it's like, hey, this is who the designer was. And like, it, it's just Batman and the designer have a conversation in which Batman's yeah. like, so why don't you explain your whole nefarious? Except game? he doesn't. He says, why don't you tell me? Which right, is you cool. tell me. Which is cool because it's Tynan bringing Bruce 
back to being a detective. Yes. So he's just like, I will explain it to you. And we have seen a lot of that in this. We've seen, obviously, some action sequences. We've seen some combat and some fight and stuff like that. But, like, we saw him solving all the Riddler's things and, like, you know, going there. That was a lot of fun. And now we're doing this where it's just like, he's also a detective. Yes. Let's let him detect. Right. From the guy who used to write detective. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like, explain to me what the master plan the designer came up with with the original group of Batman Yeah, how it would have all rolled out What it would have been if you hadn't be, if you weren't here. Yeah. So Batman rolls it all out and explains it all. Um, and explains like where everyone sets up and, yep. and what Joker's plan was, which was just to kill Batman and Robin. Yeah, he's like, and, and the designer would have Joker kill Batman and Robin, but it turns out... The Joker was like, no. That, I never wanted to do that. Yeah, no. I mean, not that Robin. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> so Batman bust out his utility belt katana. Yeah. Uh, and, and they have a good old-fashioned sword fight, yeah. which is also fun. And it's like, hey, that's fun. Like, right? Uh, also, the uh, the power broker is that his name? Underbroker. Underbroker, uh, and it works with Selena. Selena's of course like executing her plan, but knowing that she's going to betray him and she's going to take the money and like get it back to Bruce. Yep. Like that's the whole plan because she knows that back before she knew that Batman was Bruce Wayne, she was going to rob him blind and yep. become the the wealthiest woman in Gotham. So she works it all out, and it turns out, nah. That was all part of the. That was the plan. That was the plan. The plan was this. Yes. Um, also for the, so a lot of things happening, by the way, Tynan does a nice job of com- giving you a lot of stuff. The reveal of the designer's plan from back when we introduced the designer. Yes. Uh, Batman being a detective and getting into a cool sword fight. Yes. Uh, we also get some fun flashbacks to events that didn't really happen. Right. Um, you also get Selena and her story with the underbroker. Yes. You also get punchline fighting Harley Quinn. Yeah. And like setting up that, like she is kind of delusional. Like, she's just like, no, I love the Joker the way he is and you wanted to change him and blah, blah, blah. And, like, Harley's like, Ugh. Like, oh my God. Is this what I sounded like? Right? <laughs> Which I really, I, I really like it. She didn't say it like that necessarily, but, like, it, I, I appreciate it, especially having the background from... The um, Joker story? Yes. Yes. The yeah. Joker 80th anniversary. Yeah, with, with Punchline's, like, origin. Origin. Like, I was like, okay, yeah, this is totally fitting in with what we saw there yes yes um so but like you know because uh punchline's the new hotness she gets the one up on harley uh seemingly slices her her throat and the henchmen just chuck her in the very uh disgusting sewer waters that's not good for anybody she's dead like even if she doesn't bleed out she's dead but uh she also reveals that like punchline is part of joker's execution of the plan of the joker war yeah because this is a whole the whole thing it's and I and I guess that the that like when you know because when Joker meets with uh, the designer, does uh, when when they're done, designer's like kill them all, like he's done, like he, he meets Joker, he finds out what Joker's plan is, yeah, and he's like no, um, that the Joker war is what he told the designer his plan was. Oh, okay. Then that like all of it is part of the designer's plan, but it's like it coincided so that Joker could execute the Joker war, right? Which is kind of cool. Like, yeah. Which is good writing. <laughs> uh, so Batman, he defeats the power, or he defeats the, the designer and reveals the designer is dead. Yeah. And he's been dead. Which, I gotta tell you, like, like really puts into perspective an issue beforehand where Selina and Harley find a, like, creepy... Yes, the dead body that had the, was the Joker. Yeah. Uh, that it was, that apparently the Joker has been puppeteering the designer. Yeah, and he's got, like, the green... The gas that yeah. comes out of the... the, the... Which, I still got my supernatural element. <clears throat> you did. Because it has to be. Because the dude was sword fighting as a corpse. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, the, the, the designer and the designer's like whole plan has been the Joker the whole time. 
Maybe he somehow got a hold of Lazarus Pit stuff and like mixed it in with his Joker toxin, and now he can resurrect the dead and animate them. But not like fully. Right, because the because the designer is not talking; just... he's just a corpse that the Joker is communicating through. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, hey, Batman. Uh, eh, you figured it out. Because Batman does figure it out. He does. He's like, yeah, it's you. And uh, Joker's like, yeah, well, anyway, Deathstroke. Yeah, I you're, did you're really not my I... plan. Like, because Batman's like, what is your plan? Like, right. He doesn't know what Joker's plan no, is. No, he's like, I knew what the designer's plan was, but like you. And I knew you. He knew the designer. I knew that you took him over. Yeah, so. But what is this? Help me get like, over oh, no, you don't. Oh, no, no. It has nothing to do with you right now. Yeah. But we are taking you off the table. Yeah. So he has Deathstroke stab Batman in the leg, I guess incapacitating him. Well, he says that he's like, this it isn't a fatal you. wound unless you take the sword out. Right. But it will hurt you. Yeah, so then um, Lucius has got to help him so out. So Lucius has to help him out, and Deathstroke seemingly, well, he's like, and I thought you weren't going to pay me, so you better pay me. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. I'm sure this isn't the end of Deathstroke. Um, but uh, when Catwoman executes the, the the like, you know, the, the transfer, it turns out that Joker gets all of Batman's money. Catwoman is left for dead. Well, because I guess the Underbroker didn't have access. No. Like, he could have never done this. That's and right. And so, like, they needed Catwoman to believe that all this was going down. So it actually was Joker thinking several steps ahead, which is interesting. Like, I always, I, I like stories like this where um, Joker is... is has, like, the capacity for this type of planning. Yes. It's just that he doesn't normally do it. He doesn't give a shit, usually. Um, but Joker's like, come on, tell me. Tell me what, tell me what you just what yeah. you just did. And it's like, you are, the, you are worth $100 billion. Uh, and so Joker just laughs, and he executes his plan, which is the Joker War. Yeah. Now fully funded by Bruce Wayne and his operations. And his various shell corporations. It's all very technical. Yeah. <laughs> the important thing is that his company's future is no longer secure. I'm right. paraphrasing Batman. Yes, and of but... course, like, how how is Batman going to pay for all of his Batarangs? He's yeah. have to really budget those out So we're gonna, So we're Iron Man 3-ing Batman. Like, hey, 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 henchman, could you just stand in a row so that I, I don't want to use one? Yeah, I need Or, a... like, after the fight, Batman's, like, trying to... Well, or it will, he'll need a true Batarang, so it comes back to right. him. But I... I... Yeah, we're Iron Man three and Batman. Where Batman is, he, we're gonna take, we're gonna strip him away. We're gonna take away his perfectly physique body. We're gonna take away his money and his technology and his like his, his inner circle. Alfred's not there. Like yeah. he's got nothing, mm -hmm. and he's still gonna win. And we're gonna see how he does that. Because yeah. of course, if you haven't already thought about this, the fact that Tynan the Fourth does have plans past one hundred, but those plans were not uh, canon because they were going to end. At issue 100. So we really only have about seven issues of Joker War, which is still seven months, but like in the grand scheme of things, eh, not bad. Yeah. And also, I was just thinking when I was reading this issue and how much fun I was having, oh my God, this could have been seven more issues of Tom King's wrap-up of the Batman run. And I was like, oh my God, like we got this whole new thing with Bat Trains and Punchline and the designer. And like he introduces Punchline, the designer, the whole power, the yeah. underbroker, all this stuff. In only a few issues, and he still only has seven issues left. Right. Like, what I like about it, though, is how much you hated the designer, and you're kind of coming around, and now, I was, now, and now, like, now you're like, you. it doesn't even matter. Yeah, I'm like, oh, damn it. And I kind of like that. Yeah, because, I, like like, the, I like this arc for Sal. Yeah, because <laughs> I was, because I really was. The last issue, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of turning around on the designer. And I really enjoyed the sword fight and everything like that. I was yeah. like, and not just that, but like the plan. And I was like, this is a really cool plan. Like, yeah. this actually kind of, and the way he was drawn by Gillum March was I, think it's, I still think it's Guillaume. Guillaume, fine. <laughs> but like Guillaume did a March did a great job yeah. with the designer. I kind of really dug the way he looked in that. Yeah, way. no, he did. Uh, like I, initially he was like it was I don't know if it was the colors, it was just a lot. 
But, like, they kind of figured it out. They did. They it's finally cool. worked it out, it, and now he's dead. Yeah, and it doesn't even matter. And but like, I really like that, because, like, you know, some asshole's gonna be the designer later, and he's gonna be like, oh, take up his mantle. Sure, who cares? But, like, for now, it's just like, who gives a shit? Like, yeah. Well, you know, he was a cog. Yeah. Which is, like, I'm sure for Joker, like, a great laugh. Yes. I love that. That's like, exactly what I want. And we don't even need to, like, explore that. Like, we, the reader, can kind of imagine that the Joker was like, oh, this is so funny. Yeah. Because I used people the designer think... yeah. as part of my plan. Of my The design. guy who wants to plan. Yeah. The guy who wants uh-huh. to plan, who, who made a mistake of inviting me to the party. What a dipshit. Uh... <laughs> I loved it. I, I'm so I'm I'm interested. Yeah. Uh, I'm 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 not just interested. I'm I'm down. Yeah. I know a lot of people are like, oh, Joker event. Ugh. And it's like the last one was Endgame. Like uh, I I'm, I'm I can up for see it. why they might be like that because yeah, there's totally. so much talk of Joker War and three Jokers. three Jokers. So I can understand why some people are like kind of had their fail, especially with the Batman who laughs. Totally. You but, know what I mean? Like it's just been a lot. Even if it hasn't necessarily been this character in this story, I yeah. think a lot of people are feeling that fatigue. Totally. From Jokerized characters. Oh, I agree with that. But Jeff Johns is writing Three Jokers, so you know it's not canon. Uh, so you, you can just enjoy it as an out of continuity experience. There you go. Uh, so I dig it. I recommend it. Check it out. Uh, before we get to Thor, I'm going to read this one. Uh, Kevin Kruger, Tiffany, have you read? Have you heard? Have you seen the villain Swarm? His body's made of killer bees. No, I've, I've shown you Swarm a little yes, bit. Yes, that he has sounds. A cape. He's a Nazi. Literally, like all the worst things. Yeah. Also, not gonna lie, not to make light of Nazis, but I'm also imagining all of the the little bees also have yeah little like you know like a swastikas, a swastikas on them because yeah. they're killer bees right and they're Nazi bees I guess exactly and they're drones and they're drones uh, like it's just like Rab L gotta say sometimes even if it's something done before it can still be one hell of a ride keep up the awesome work exactly yeah. that's how I feel about exactly do we miss anything before uh, I don't think so very good nope nope. Keep going. There you go. Sorry about that. Uh, Trevor S., you making me aware of this new Swamp Thing Animal Man story has filled my month with immense joy. Oh, yay! I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Uh, Yeah. And we're going to be... What I like about Tynan's storytelling is that, like, big thing happens, then we kind of get some stuff. Big thing happens, and then just some regular stuff. And we're kind of in that, like, yes, are we doing big things by bringing back the the Parliament of Trees Mm -hmm. and, like, bringing balance to the parliaments of life as a whole? Yes. But we took a break from the Upside Down Man, and now we're coming back in. So it's, like, it's refreshing. Yeah. Like, it's a refreshing break. Totally. So. Uh, Kevin Kruger back. Uh, They should have gotten Gordon in the bunny suit for the Harley show. Completely agree. I 100% agree with that. What a missed opportunity. I like it because I would have gotten to see it, and I think a lot of people would have liked it because it would have been made fun of. Yes. Like, well, plus, I, like, just... the, the Gordon is hilarious. Yes. Uh, Shaquille Hick- Hickman, please tell me you're reading Philadelphia. I actually, I read the first and second issue, and then I fell off, but I, when we went to that big sale, I picked up issue three, I good, think. Good, so okay. I'm going to be able to jump back in. Yes. Uh, Paul Baker, I'm having fun with Batman, folding sword in his belt, I'm mm-hmm. in, but feels like the book is still just a transitional phase or something. Well, it is. It, it is. is a transitional phase, but, like... I would call it a palate cleanser. Yes. Once it's over, you're going to be like, oh, I remember that. Remember the Tynan run? So trust me. It, it's, it, it's, it's important. But it is, <laughs> what's cool about this, like, in a unfortunate and fortunate way, is that, like, you know that there is an end to the story. Yeah. Because Tynan had to have a beginning, middle, and end, depending, right. like, based on where things were supposed to be going. Yeah. Things are different now, so who knows? But, like, yeah. Like, yeah. you know there's an end. Right. Which we've kind of seen, but, like, it is dovetailing into the Joker War, and, like, so, anyway. Yeah. Uh, Thor 5 from Donny Cates and Nick Klein uh, is, you know, technically Thor is Galactus's herald, mm-hmm. and uh, Lady Sif is in the Heimdall role. Yep. Um, Thor, of course, fought with 
Sif and Beta Ray Bill uh, because he doesn't believe in explaining himself. And uh, so <laughs> basically the whole issue is just Thor is with Galactus. Galactus has been on a journey to gain enough power so that he can fight against uh, the the the. You know the, the Black Winter. The Black Winter. I yeah, believe that's what, that's what it is. That's what it's called. Um, Everything that Donny Cates events is some kind of ridiculous name. Uh, well, I mean, and in in the world <clears> of Thor, you can have that. You oh know yeah, I mean? no. like, that's oh, yeah, I'm not complaining. No. Um, but yeah, so Thor, and don't forget also Thor is also king. Yes, and he's also king of Asgard. Um, so Galactus is needed uh, like a, a certain number, a certain type of planet, uh, and, and a certain and a, number, of a certain number of them. It's to, like collecting Dragon Balls. Yes. Uh, but Thor is like, oh, he's not brainwashed. He is aware of what's going on. So he's been evacuating these planets. And the last planet that Galactus consumed, uh, it was because the Black Winter arrived prematurely. And so Galactus is like, oh, no, no time, home. And so he killed all these people. And Thor's like, F you. So Thor is. But a, Thor's like, I don't have time for this, though. Yeah, but I don't have time for this because now we're inundated by the Black Winter. Uh, the Black Winter arrives and he's like, I know I everything. Hope I'm right about that name. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, he's like, I'm here. Uh, I know who you are. I know the future. Uh, like, I, I'm, I'm super powerful. You know, it's me again. Welcome. I have many names. Sometimes it's Null. Sometimes it's the Black Winter. Sometimes it's whatever. So uh, here I am now again and I'm going to fight you. Uh, Galactus is like, don't, don't lose heart, Thor. Let's fight him together. Wait, he didn't say null, did he? No, I'm just saying, oh, oh, like, okay. I am a character that Johnny Cates invented in which I am big and awesome and I can kill everything and I know everything and I'm, and yeah, I have darkness in my name. But I mean, he is like, I, I, I would say seemingly this is meant to be larger than like a null. Yes. No, I know. But null is going to be the next big Marvel event. Read the end of the Absolute Courage. So, no, I know. Uh, so basically, uh, the Black Winter, uh, you know, he he grabs and takes in Galactus. Uh, he then is intrigued by Thor. He's yeah. like, I, I, you you can't beat me, but like you find I find you interesting. Yeah, because you're not you say you're not afraid. You want to because Thor the whole time is just like show yourself. Because he's like, I just need something to punch. Right, because he's like, you're I just a cloud. I can't punch a cloud. This would be lame if you were Galactus in a movie. So uh, you know the Black uh, Winter uh, like, acquiesces. He's like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, he throws him into an Escher painting. Yep, he does, which looks great. It does. Uh, and so he's like, show me. And he's like, okay, I look like this. And I'm, I'm, I'm your death. And so he appears as Gore. Yep. And he's like, Gore, no, I killed you. He's like, I'll kill you again. He's like, no, 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 no. Uh, and so he appears as everything that Thor has fought and fears. So he appears as Loki and stabs him through the back. And so he appears as, uh, God, Mag, uh, Magog? no, no, it's, it's, uh, Mangog. Mangog. Uh, he appears as Mangog and, uh, and then he appears as everyone that yeah. Thor could be. It's defeated. a really cool, like you think the issue is over, but then you realize you've only read half an issue. Right. But he's like, this is your, this I is. I love that Mephisto is there. Yeah. Everyone. And uh, like, I remember seeing this online and I, I remember being like, kind of like worn out it's like this is how you die yeah. and it's thor versus malekith the enchantress gore annihilus doc doom mangog mephisto like surter uh the there, juggernaut is there is, apocalypse is there yes is there some sort of like goblin like green goblin-esque being there up front with a sword yeah that's that's gore. no no right next to that there you go that's annihilus Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't so, know what Annihilus looks like, but to me, that literally looked like as though, like... Yeah, they, Green Goblin got, like, we're, we're got the, an upgrade. We're the Goblin King, and uh, 
We okay. had that pitch. I know. I, that's why I'm bringing it back. Yeah. What I'm, episode was that? Uh, Ooh, it had symbiotes and stuff in it, I think. Yeah. I don't remember. It also had goblins, though. Yeah. Yeah. But the goblin symbiote war. Yeah. Look for it. It's yeah. coming. You know it. And I know Donny Cates is going to do it. Because I've seen a couple of his ideas. So, uh, but anyway, you're like, oh, this is how you die. And I was like, oh my god. Like, okay, it's cool, admittedly, and awesome. And it's like, no, it's it's everything that Thor fears or I everything that Thor would fight. Or, I didn't notice it the first time through when yeah. I read it. Like, uh, oh, also the fucking serpent from, like, forever, or for, from Fear Itself. Yeah. Like, but, uh, you know, you're like, yeah, right on, whatever. Eh. And then the next page, he's like, or it would be, but you've died, like, a bunch. And then proceeds to name all the times uh-huh. he's died. And you're like, oh, my God, you remembered. And it's like, Donny Cates, man, like, he may be a little bit of, like, a sideshow huckster where he's, like, all, he's, like, a lot of flash and, like, not a lot of substance. But, like, sometimes these people do the work. And, if yeah, and like, even if they're going to do, I'm going to do whatever I want anyway, they at least acknowledge the things that you remember. Yeah. Because I remember being like, this is how you die. And I'm like, Thor dies. Boo. Seen it a thousand times. When was the last time I saw Thor die? Like, I've seen it die a thousand times. Then he does other things that I'm sure you were pissed about. Where he's like, I saw the end with you with one arm and one eye, and you're back to back with Loki, and that's not gonna happen. Yeah, that kind of pissed me off a little bit. That like he undid he d- Aaron's, and end. like, and I get it, but like Aaron's was kind of just like almost like a Dark Knight Returns kind of thing, where it's like it could happen, it could happen, it could happen. But like, but let's let's just assume that's the true order, right? But it just finished up, and like, and Kate's like, it's but, not, and like Kate has done that before, yes. where like he's charged, and I'm, and I, I feel like it has to come from up on high, yes. Because, like, he's the one that gave Strange back his magic. Like yeah, that. I, I could see it just Kate's did it. Like, Kate's just does whatever he wants. Well, again, I, 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 that one with, with Strange, where it was like, it was probably like, get Strange's magic Gets, back. Pfft, just yeah. figure it out. And it had to do with Thor's. But it's also like, Aaron. Yeah, it, yeah, he also undid what Aaron had done. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't care for that. And I'm not saying that that, like, I obviously knew when I was reading that that I was like that was a possible future for Thor. Yes. Um but it is also like But it just happened. It just happened. Like, He's like it's not gonna happen. Yeah, and I'm like that sucks. <laughs> yes. But he also says that like but he does it in a way to say there is something mm-hmm. killing your destiny. Like, and your something... children. And yeah, and is going out like after you specifically. <gasps> and like would you like to see how it truly ends? Yeah. And he doesn't show them, but like they fight. <laughs> and uh and Galactus is like, okay, let's do this. We're going to rumble. Yeah, because Thor uses, like, the god blast. Yeah, and he's the just god like, blast. Well, I love that, like, and I, this is kind of cool for Thor to be like, you know, well, if I'm going down, I'm yeah. going to take you with me as much right. as I can. Yeah, you're going to remember me. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna sing my, my stories. Yep. So uh, the the Black Winter reveals himself, or at least takes on a form, and it's, it's Thor. Yeah. He's just like, you're cool. Which, by the way, I think this costume looks really cool like this. On that. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yeah, it does. It, it looks way better on hit, on pretty... on Black Winter than it does on Thor. Yeah, like it's just this is a good look. Yes, uh, but I like that where he's like, it's it's like, it's it's insulting, but also kind of respectful. Like it's yeah. this kind of thing where it's like, I, I'm so entertained by you. Yeah. That I'm gonna look like you. Yeah. Like you're just this is a cool look. Anyway, but like I'm not here to end you and to kill the universe and to, like I'm here for him. Yeah, and Thor's like, oh, what? Yeah, what are you talking about? No, and Galactus like, book. shut up! And Galactus like, quiet, quiet, don't talk about it. He's, hey, like, shh, shh. He's like, no, didn't Galen ever tell you, like, how he survived the end of his universe? Yeah. Because if you're not familiar, the origin of Galactus is that Galen, 
was a man who was an explorer. He survived the end. His end, his universe was ending and he somehow survived and was witness to the Big Bang and appeared in this universe. And the energies imbued within him caused him to become Galactus. Uh, he goes into Lifebringer 1 and he becomes Galactus. Uh, Cates also wrote Silver Surfer Black, which shows us the origins of Galactus um, a little bit. Uh, and Cates also shows us that at the birthing of Galactus, we also have Null. So clearly... This is part of Cates' Hickman-esque, re like, not retelling, but, like, his epic. Yeah. He is, he is setting shit up. Yeah, he's, like, tying, like, you know, the symbiotes. Cosmic Ghost Rider, the symbiotes, and Thor, Thor, Galactus, Null, Silver Surfer. It's all connected. Yeah. There's no way it's not. There's no way it could possibly be a coincidence. Yeah. But he says that, like, the reason why Galactus survived was because he had the power within him because he was my herald from the previous universe. Yeah, and then, I guess like the idea that Galactus, Galactus got the idea. He's just like, hey, that's a pretty cool idea. Yeah, I'm gonna have my own heralds. I'm gonna be super powerful. I guess I'll need a guy, some guys. But the Galactus was the Black Winter's herald in his previous universe, and I guess Gal Galen was the one who went out and sought universes or or planets. For, for the Black Winter to consume. Yeah. And that's why Ga Ga Galactus knows so much about him in the first place. But the new origin for Galactus is such that Galactus was himself a herald as well mm -hmm. from the previous universe. And now uh, the Black Winter's like, well, I'm, I need you. Like, you need to come home and get back to work. And it's, it reminds me very much of like when Galactus would go to Silver Surfer and be like, I need you to come back. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it never worked out with the other, with the other heralds. Um, so... There you go. That's the true. Or that's the new true origin of Galactus, uh, or at least so much as from from a big villain who should be a liar. Uh, but you know, he's already said some truths when he reveals like the stuff from Aaron's run. So you like kind of have to take it at face value, yeah. just in the context of the story. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, so and it's I also kind of fun visually maybe what he's maybe he's mentioning that like it'll undo it but maybe at the end it won't undo it it probably like, won't it won't like it'll like thor's course will go back yes. to where it should be i mean that's not a bright future no it is at the end kind of so maybe it's for the best it just seems so weird to undo it so quickly so quickly yeah well and it could be that he's just like well i just needed to do this right sorry i had to address this well like, i need to get rid of to. it because there needs to be tension you need to be you need if you know that's the definitive end for Thor. Yeah. Then you know Which he'll you never know. die at and any like, point. But like that, that, that I always took that as like that's one of those like Thor is a a story of myth and legend, yeah. and like and so myth and legend when told over and over again is always skewed ever so slightly. You know yes. what I mean? And so like if you take it like that, you don't know if that's the definitive end because you don't know if it's accurate. Right. You might have an unreliable narrator. Yeah. I feel bad because Galactus has gone through enough changes lately and galactus is one of those characters that i really like as this pure thing well especially having read silver surfer black oh yeah and being like and it's so like it's such a beautiful story and it's written by kate's and it still is a bunch of it's got necroswords and nulls but at the same time it also is this beautiful tribute to like to to um you know to, to kirby and to Stan Lee and to this like he shows you Lifebringer 1 and it's beautiful simplicity and he shows you Galen and Galen browbeats Silver Surfer and it's kind of like poetic beautiful scene and it's like he, he clearly loves and cares about these characters so much and then he's like no but it's but it doesn't undo the thing you know about Galactus that's the thing that like right. I think a lot of people are upset about was like that for them it's like you changed something about Galactus and at the end of the day whatever happened in the previous universe that birthed Galen like who gives a shit 
Yeah, it doesn't but matter. But it's coming home to roost and it's changing the nature right. of Galactus. Right, and maybe what they don't like is that, like, Galactus has, like, a master. Right, and, and I don't like, like that either. And, like, you know, like, he, he shouldn't, like... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there shouldn't be that kind of power over him. No, but, like, they're gonna kill it anyway, so why not? Also, uh, I, I would guess that if and when the MCU decides that Galactus should be in there, they'll probably want to make sure that Galactus is back to a... Oh, more, a status quo. Like, normalized status quo. Yes, absolutely. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to uh, rely on that. I don't like relying on the MCU to fix our problems. Um, it, and we don't know if this does. is going to be a problem. Like, That's the thing. like you said, like, if they easily could just make this all go away. Yes. And then it doesn't matter. Right. But the thing is that in, with Marvel, it did happen, though. Right, it did happen, and it can always come back, and, like, you know, no, nothing ever stays dead unless you're Uncle Ben. Yeah. And even then, like, we'll just get another, we'll just get an alternate reality version of you with spider powers. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that's the origin. And, and it was, by the way, I loved this issue. Like, I tr I'm, I'm, I'm literally taking the part of my brain that says, like, I love Marvel in its purity. Don't change it. And the part of me that likes story. And I was like, I really enjoyed this issue. Okay. Like, I, I was like, this is a fun issue. It undoes everything, and that sucks. Yeah. Like, it takes away the power of, of Aaron's Thor story, but, like, it was something, someone was always going to do it. I can't believe they did it so quickly. That's what it... And again, like, that just seems to be what either Cates is asked to do or what he likes to do. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. I don't know. And I, I think it's all being... I think it's all coming into a big thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that he is ramping up to a big null event, after, like, next year. Uh -huh. And I don't think it has anything to do with the Black Winter... No, but I think not. that Null plus Black Winter plus the Death of the Inhumans plus like everything that he's done is part of some massive thing. That would be cool. I mean, like maybe. And like I can't see all the strings, but I also just because it's part of a Hickman-esque event, like like massive thing, doesn't necessarily mean it's a, it's it's a great idea. Right. Right. And I'm sure for a lot of people right now, it's weird because it's like there's a lot of things happening in space. Yeah. For Marvel right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, that could... That, by the way, people were talking about, like, I can't believe Cassada still works for Marvel. I, I talked to Dan Ebnett, uh, the, the the progenitor, along with Annie Lanning, of, of Annihilation. Mm -hmm. And uh, we talked about how much Cassada hates space and didn't get it. And he was like, I don't understand why people like this. Like, that's, that's a quote. Yeah. I don't understand why people even like this. and Because so, at the same time, it was Annihilation and Civil War. And Civil War was his baby. Mm -hmm. And Annihilation was not. Right. And, he, and people were... And it, what, what it did was it was a beautiful symmetry because, like, what Casada, Casada's a great... Like, he, he had some great ideas and some not-so-great ideas. But, like, the dude was a businessman and he knew to sell. Mm -hmm. And that's something that, like, I can appreciate. Um, but, like, at that point, dude, you gotta sell. Like, yeah. if, if you're only doing this street-level Marvel Universe-changing story about registration... Put a space event in here so you get everybody to yeah. buy Marvel. Yeah, and he and they did to his credit. Um, but yeah, right now you could tell that like Casada ain't in charge because it is all in space, and he's not wrong because like we just... they changed Galactus into life into the life bringer and or life giver, and Ultimates did not sell very well. But no. it was written by Al Ewing, who's doing Empire, so they might right. Be... But like you know what I mean, like and like. I don't think it's essentially like a, a, a Marvel like direction on where they're going. It just it just happens to be that's where everybody is right now. Like, you know, not that X Men is all focused on space, but they've had they touched. They space. just had an event they with just or touched, a story arc with space, right? And like it makes and they're sense. Not, not gonna do. And that. like Thor in space makes 
sense. Like I, or, I think Thor in space makes less sense than the X Men in space because of how much history there is with the X Men in space. Like right. I, I've seen. Eh, yeah, but no, but see, one of but, the most iconic Thor images is Thor on the Rainbow Bridge fighting the Silver Surfer. Yeah, so and like, I yeah. and I would say that there is a difference between X Men space in a way and like cosmic space. Yes. And while they all exist in the same space, um, like. Literally, Thor touches on the cosmic yes. side of space and Absolutely. the cosmic doings over there. And so, like, I totally got Vader Bill, you know what I mean? The whole thing. Yep. Like, I think that totally makes sense. Absolutely. It's just so funny. It's all kind of happening at once. Yes, I agree. Uh, but I enjoyed it. By the way, if you liked uh, hearing that story, there's more of it in the chat right now mm -hmm. because uh, I talked to Dan Abnett for like an hour and a half and it's a really fun conversation. Actually, it's 45 minutes to an hour, so check it out. Please mm -hmm. watch that episode. Um, but anyway, uh, I recommend it. I think it's a fun read and I think it's important to what's going to happen. Right, um, I, and I do understand a lot of folk who, um, I think there are a lot of like, passionate not passionate. I think there's a lot of like split on this book. I think yeah. for some people, this is not the Thor they wanted. No, from Kate's, and it's I not the one I was that. expecting. Right, and and I think that like for them, they're just gonna kind of wait this one out. And I think for a lot of people, they really dig where this is going. And, and yes, so like I don't envy those who are on the other side of this. Like, you know, I I wasn't a big fan, super huge fan of no. Kate's run on Strange. No, you were but not. you know I liked it better than Hopeless and what Wade was doing. You know what I mean? That's true. Like. So now I'm like, eh. So. Yeah, but you know what that is? You know, the, the, the frustrating thing is that will change your taste level. Like where it's like, if you start, if you if you are given a lot of crap, uh, something like, that's slightly not it, crap doesn't mean that it's I not. Don't, I don't necessarily think that what Kate did was crap. I, I agree. was just surprised at how quickly it was undone. And so at the time I was like, I can't believe they're doing this. No, yeah, totally. But like, I can't blame that on him because I don't know where that came from. Yeah. You know, like I think he wrote a very competent story. And so like, I really can't. Well, the fact is like. And the whole like, century thing was cool. Yes, his century story, which was basically just Marvel Man, but whatever. Well, no, but I meant, like, yeah. Like, I think, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, but, uh, let's jump into some Super Chats. Denial, uh, I read Thor, and I'm officially done. Between this and Mighty Mega Magic Moon Knight and Avengers, <laughs> I feel like these writers are just throwing out half-baked ideas and hoping the readers will just roll with it. I hear what you're saying. Um, I think there is more to the Moon Knight story. Like, I, we haven't even seen the next issue, so we don't know. Um... My Tiffany, your theory? My theory is that it is actually different Moon Knights. Like, it's Moon Knights from different parts of his past, and that's why he comes dressed differently. And, and my, yeah. And, like, and so if so, the reason he's so powerful is because there's clearly some sort of supernatural element involved with that to yeah. make that happen and not just having multiple personalities. Like, right. I think there's something more powering this. Yeah. Um... Yeah. I, I don't... I agree. It's, it's, it's exceptionally jarring. Yes. I misunderstood your theory, and I thought it was that Khonshu slash Moon Knight enlisted multiple characters. Oh, and that could be it, Like, Shang-Chi fought Iron Fist in a Moon Knight costume? That like, would be... That, like, there's baller. a bunch of people in Moon yeah, Knight's yeah, yeah. camp that are, like, equals to those characters, and that's, like, you know, Mark Spector could not beat Danny Rand in a fist fight, but Shang-Chi might. Right. And if you put him in a Moon Knight costume, he's never going to know the difference. Yeah. And that's like, and and uh, Aaron was capitalizing on the idea of there being so many different Moon Knight costumes. Right, right, right. And right. it's like, oh, and you get to play with it. But that's what Aaron does. And I remember complaining about this the other Maybe day. Maybe it's just Conchu directly. Right. Just just puppeteering different, well, like just, just in, filling in the Moon Knight Yeah, roles. like, yeah. go ahead, beat a god. Yeah, you can't. Um, I mean. I've been waiting for this forever. I really want to see this happen. Where like the strange and 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 Mark are talking. He talks about like the god of the moon. And he's like, and he talks about Kanchu, and he's like Kanchu, and he like Kanchu is not a god. 
But he is. Like, historically, he is. I know, but, is. like, the, the, the god of the movie, like, that he's not a god. He's, like, a demon. Oh. And he's, like, been impersonating a god the whole time. Right, right, right. That, like, Khonshu is not someone to be worshipped. It's the ring twist, but just, like, you know. <laughs> We're you want to, to help him? <laughs> you put on a moon costume and help him? Have you met him yet? You're supposed to leave him in the well. Have you seen the bird skull? Didn't that tip you off? If that's not good. That he's a creepy asshole? But uh, yeah, so um, that's it. Uh, that's do have, it. Do you have any recommendations? I didn't even look. I did. There's not much. Because Marvel, is Marvel still on their... Um, yeah. No, I thought it wasn't. I thought this week was... The, yeah, yeah, this week, Yeah. I just made a sound that was like borderline um, Willy Wonka. Yeah. Now I'm looking at the, the, the first and I'm not seeing much. Oh, hey, Reaver, I picked up a bunch of that series. No, nah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. How do you read so fast? <laughs> It's the covers. You look at the covers. No, I look at the name. You're wasting time. What? You gotta look at the covers and go like, do I know that? No? Okay, moving on. I'm gonna have to look at this later. Yeah, it's 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 very it's very sparse. Anyway. Oh, uh, I, I actually got on the comic list thing. Oh, nice. Hooray, I did it. Um, but yeah, there's a lot uh, there's a lot of interesting stuff happening in comics again. Hopefully you're still reading them. Uh, welcome back if you, have, uh, if you took a break during the break. Um, Let's see, there's so much more. Oh, before we do get into the recommendations, I do want to just reiterate, if you are in any way interested in indie comics or in, like, a different kind of uh, style, you should check out TKO Productions. Check the link in the description below this video or in the chat if you're watching this live in the top pinned comment. Uh, if you use ComicPop20, you can save 20% off of your order. Uh, you can get a whole bunch of neat stuff. If you like, if you, if you prefer floppies, order the floppies. You'll get them in a special collector, the collector's case. If you like trades, no problem. Got that in trades, too, because they don't do the monthly thing. It just comes out. Yeah, they just, they just, the books just come out, and you just get them. So if you want to read issues one through six, boom, you can binge them. They kind of have that whole approach. I think TK also has a fun YouTube video where they give a whole rundown of how they do it and what they do and how they like come up with their design. Because it's also just a pretty looking book. And if you just want to be on the inside track and you're like, hey, some random book that Jeff Lemire and Gabriel Walta made from some company I've never heard of just got nominated for an Eisner Award. Go check out Sentient. because And, and, the, and the rest that TKO has to offer because it's a lot of neat stuff. See what I'm saying? There's not a lot. Well, uh, hang on. I had to go find the... the um... Oh, that can't be right. No, that's that's not... Oh, that's your... okay. <laughs> hang on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Hold, uh, besides that, check out uh, Comic Pop 20 using the, hey, the promo code. DC's Dead Planet number one is coming out. Yay! According, Good. According to this website. Don't at me. That's not, that's not from anything. Genuinely speaking, I am very excited about DC's Dead, DC's Dead Planet. I, I really do love the DC's universe slash unofficial imprint um i don't know why i think we talked about this before but like it's just it's yeah, just neat they, they are saying june 30th at least some of the previews that's tomorrow are. i don't know good all right if that'll actually happen because it's not like i can find like dc saying it yeah because why would they want to do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, but yeah i don't know well, if you would like to help us out, please check out the Dan Abnett interview we did. <gasps> Someone uh, added me. I see it. Oh, what are they at you? <laughs> I just remember I said, don't at me. And That's so, right. So, yeah. Well, I'm adding you. And also, by the way, guys, I wanted to bring this up, that if you want to continue the conversation, if you don't agree with those, some of our reviews of the books, head on over to our Discord. 
a lot of population is over there and they have a lot of different opinions on those books. So you can find folk who might agree with you or just have a good conversation over there. Keep it civil and keep it kind to one another. But you know, our 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 reviews aren't the final say on it. No, keep no. it going. It's, just, it's usually our it. initial reactions. You know, like we're just yeah. like, hey, I read the book. I'm going to talk about it. Here yeah. it is. But uh, yeah, join up the, with the Discord. There's a weekly book club where uh, you get to vote on what you want to talk about each week, and uh, it's in its own little category over there. You can talk about toys, DC events, Marvel events, movies, action figures, mm-hmm. video games, what and and the like. Um, and if you're if you're still hungry for more, twitch.tv slash comic pop, follow it to see this young lady play video games. Uh, you're playing The Last of Us 2. It's a very mm-hmm. heart-wrenching game. Um, if you uh, would like more, you can check us out on uh, instagram.com slash comic pop official and follow us there and get some behind-the-scenes pictures. And of course, if you want some of the exclusive behind-the-scenes content, go to patreon.com slash comic pop. It helps out that way as well. We'll see you guys next time with a whole new episode, of course, here on uh, Off the Rack. But stay tuned for more because tomorrow, of course, it will be Elseworlds Exchange. It's another live show. We talk about one topic for an hour. Following day, uh, back issues on Wednesday. And and then you never know what's coming out on Thursdays and Fridays. It's all kinds of random stuff. Um, but uh, really random forward to it. Stuff. Random stuff. That's what we are, man. Somebody, uh, I saw a conversation online recently where t- they were talking about explaining the comic channels and someone called us a fanboy channel. And I am fine with that because we are not the the anal- the deep analysis uh, video essay channel. We are not the here's a comic book for free channel. We are the comic book conversation. We're the, we're the in comic shop. Fanboy yeah, we are I'm the fanboy. Right? We're the conversation you have at the comic shop channel. Yeah, so. I would say also, okay, I, I, I think that some of the reviews that we do, some of the books that I've covered, yes. I do go in. Oh, in depth, certainly. Oh, and I think that as that's we fine. do, we they do. They don't watch those anyway. Well, that's very, <laughs> uh, that, that's a fair point to say. Uh, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you guys next time with a new episode. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more. And, uh, you know, because I was just watching our 75K subscriber live stream. Don't you guys want another one of those? Yeah, because I said back then, we were so, we were doing so well, and I was so high on it that I was like, next one will be 100,000. Um, that was over a year ago, and we're at 86,000. So, nope, didn't happen. And it won't happen for a long time. Uh, but I still am going to stick to it, because I'm not going to do it now. Like, I'm going to wait. So, you know, if you want it sooner, subscribe. Uh, that's it. It's warm in here. It is very warm. Gotta t- we got to get I, out I of can, here. I can feel my hair frizzing? is frizzing. I'm, I'm frizzing. Yeah. What do you, you want to eat after this? I don't know. I just made it. This is a disaster. Yeah, why did you do that? I don't know. Put on your hat. No. All right. All right. Bye, guys. So- <laughs>